0: ladies and gentlemen welcome to what are you doing movie actually in this case what are you doing movie <laughs> how you doing movie you're going to pop in your dvd or blu-ray of the mummy press play press pause when the universal logo has totally disappeared and all you see is sun at the first frame you perceive of all sun press pause and in a second i'll say three two one on pause at which point i'll press play you'll press play and we'll watch the movie together in perfect sync it would be like any other commentary except of course with four friends in your head Dot com. Com. Hey. Anyway, friends, as always, myself, T Christie. The shame and of it all. Eddie the Eddie Doty is here. <laughs> I'm back. Michael Dorkman Scott Hello. is redacted and Trey the Amazing Stokes. Hey. Looks damn good today. Thank you, well, it's, uh, yeah. it's a good shirt. New shirt. Anyway, so yeah. the mummy is um the first of our two parter uh double feature of Steven Summers films, then we're watching it backwards because we're Tarantinoing our own double featuring. I'm not a huge fan of the mummy. Uh I like the mummy fine uh but it's not like I, honestly i liked the mummy okay and then i saw van helsing and i actually liked it more which right off the bat don't turn off the podcast um, <laughs> i'm the unpopular it's not one. just him it's no no, no <laughs> it is just him the reflections, is just him, yes the reflections not the my only opinion one on the do not reflect the opinion of this show but i the mummy is it strikes me as kind of you know how romancing the stone is great but kind of a knockoff of indie this feels like a knockoff of romancing the stone Kind of. Like, it feels just like a Xerox of a Xerox when it comes to what they're trying to do here. There's a lot going in in, in this movie's favor. I like a lot of the characterizations, mostly. But it just sort of feels sort of crappy. I mean, both this (laughs) and Van Helsing have um, cheesiness going for them. And I think the popular opinion is that this one uh, overcomes its cheesiness and makes it interesting and fun. And Van Helsing just becomes sort of slipshod and awful. And I actually have the the backwards version of that. I I think this one is kind of crappy. I mean, just something about... Everything feels a little bit like a bad movie, and the funness is the only thing that it has going for it. And um, what's weird is I had thought this whole time that The Mummy was actually a movie that everyone kind of liked, like you know Terminator or something, but it's actually not. If you look at the Rotten Tomatoes, it's in the 50s. So maybe maybe I'm not so crazy, but for some reason it seems like everyone on the show likes The Mummy more than me, and I'm just over here going, Brendan Fraser sells it half the time. Hi. Uh, So Mummy's not one of my favorites, but I do like you know, many moments in it. And when it does horror, it does horror quite well. And when it does levity, it does levity quite well. It's just that the rest of the movie is happening too. And it's not 20 minutes long. I don't know, man. I don't mean to be a bummer. I don't mean to be a bummer.
1: Eddie, are you a bummer? No, I'm not a bummer. I, uh, Eddie's I was, not a bummer. I was actually thinking about how I could properly wrap up my opinion because it's been a while since I've seen this movie. Uh, and I have a really long sentence to oh. answer my opinion of this. And everything, <laughs> like I, Charles Manson. everything I say from this point on Will just be an unpacking of of what I'm about to say, is that this movie is a Roger Corman movie with an uncredited Joss Whedon rewrite, an unlimited budget that got slashed down to a fraction during the VFX stages, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, like, that's, that's how good movies get made. <laughs> that's and that's totally fine. And I think if uh, I think you know if you know if there's a God, he invented June, and then he said, and then the mummy shall come out in June. You know, it's it's a perfect summer kickoff movie seven bucks uh you know i saw it on a date it was a date movie and like i was telling mike it was 1999 this one yeah and i spent i was 21 i spent most of the the running time of this movie doing date calculus of uh (laughs) you know she put her hand here so i can therefore do this perry perry and yeah it's it's essentially (laughs) dodge turn spin it's essentially a long role-playing game Uh, as long as you didn't
0: get to defend a string
1: i rolled a
2: natural 20 seriously Uh, read summer 42 for the most (laughs) hysterical description of that happening, yeah. you'll ever read in your life.
1: <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, this is a this is a perfectly fine uh, popcorn movie, and yeah, you're you're not necessarily wrong when you say it's a copy of a copy of *Romance of Stone*, but at this point that's fine let's get more of those then yeah, you know like romancing the Stone* was in the 80s it's about time we had a cop yeah, so please someone rip off romancing
2: the stone and that's National like treasure.
1: and i was you know i was uh i was young i was like seven or something like that when that movie came out so it's like that and that was a really fun movie as a kid to watch you don't get a lot of the innuendo but you just get the sense of scale and adventure and and that kind of african queen vibe of "Ooh, we hate each other but you know we'll end up boning by the end of this um, and, and again, African Queen, what the hell? Like, Hollywood <laughs> could, why, Yeah. remake the shit out of that. No, speaking like about that, boning, I did it wait, once. Hold on. Speaking what, of boning at the
0: end
3: of this, didn't how did you African go? Queen was, uh, mm-hmm. uh, they remade that with Harrison Ford and Anne Hage, didn't they?
1: No, that's yeah, Six Days Seven it's, Nights. That's it's not, not, it's not, it's a not, it's not a remake. It's not a remake. No, certainly it? not a no, remake. No, no. Man, it's a very, It's a
3: remake of something. Six Days and Seven Nights is a remake of something. No, Dorkman, you're thinking of Witness. <laughs> yeah,
4: no, no. But Eddie, spe- speaking of, they end up um, boning at the end of this. How did your
1: mummy date? The go? vibe of the African I'm Queen, but perfectly fine. Uh, actually, yeah, it, fine.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right, fine. the mummy is a better movie than I thought it was. <laughs> so have yeah. you seen? But have you seen La- it? stuck the landing? Have you <laughs> seen it since That's you right. saw it in theaters like a couple times at some point? In the I,
1: I have seen it once. I was on cable a few years ago, and, and it's is it. your opinion at this point? Totally fine. Your, like it's just, yeah, okay. it's just again, totally fine. Harmless. Uh, I don't think it like you're not mad. It's it's the Tito Ort- map, bro. It's, if if you for MMA fans out there, it's it's the Tito Ortiz of of movies. It's kind of just good at everything. <laughs> oh it's, snap! Okay, it's kind of just it's kind of just like very competent at everything, but it doesn't necessarily excel in any. One area, there's no like, there's no like, that's, oh,
3: that's actually the the meaning of the everyone's like, I'm a jack of all trades. Well, it's the second part is master of none, so exactly. They, yeah, no. this master. Four
0: minutes into this episode, and what we've learned about Eddie is that he's apparently not afraid of Tito Ortiz. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Come at uh, me, he, And he got know. some when
1: he was 21. <laughs> you the at mummy the of MMA. <laughs> at least when I was 21, that's that's the. Uh,
0: <laughs> you're the Steven Summers, the mummy of MMA. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I mean like uh, you know, for its especially of its time, it was a a completely fine movie. It's is a it fun something? Puncher, even. Is it something where if you're sitting around with your friends you're all drunk like we should put on the mummy no that's not gonna ever happen you're not gonna be you're not gonna be clamoring to just guys let's make some popcorn and watch the mummy tonight that's that (laughs) sentence has never been said but it's true but I think the only movie bros
0: do that for is Scarface and maybe Fight Club
1: uh, and probably a count, you know, uh, Monty Python. I and mean, there's a million directions you can take that. <laughs> Just into. Just once, could all
0: the frat right. boys get together, get drunk, pour themselves some wine, and watch Eternal Sunshine or something? Yeah, seriously,
1: I, I think I think Rudy falls. Yeah, in that Rudy, game. Rudy, yeah, yeah or a uh, believe. I know a lot of people in the East Coast are really? fucking huge in a believe. Yeah. Uh, the Notebook, and sadly, and <laughs> sadly, not love the, the Notebook. So, yeah, sadly, but yeah, I don't think they're necessarily. But I guess again, if you have the package where you get every channel for seven dollars, uh, <laughs> and you are just like, "Fucking terms of endearment," no, like, and then you <laughs> yeah. land on this, and then you land on this, you're like, "Oh, yeah. Yeah. there you go, That's mummy." All you know, right, sure. let's fucking see there's a mummy.
0: And then that spirit, yeah. let's watch the fucking mummy, dork man. Go. What's your thing with the mummy? Because um, pr- but this, this afternoon we have been watching uh, Stephen Summers' pictures, and you were Mister not so much with the Van Helsing, and much with the mummy this whole time.
3: Yeah, I really like the mummy. I. I- saw it again just to i i actually it was on cable um my my uh the place i'm working at currently has like a tv in the lounge for like clients and stuff and they had it on um
0: i just like the idea that you moved your desk into the lounge no yes. no
3: i was getting you're, coffee or something and the mummy watching was girls on. <laughs> and the, the mummy was on and i was i was how's like, your shot coming mike this the mummy's you, on mummy and um <laughs> but but that was this week, and then we put up a list of like all the movies we could potentially do since since Brian's not here, so the ones he wasn't particularly interested in. And then when we was on the list, I'm like, I was just watching that for like five minutes Ooh. today, and we should do that movie. So um I really like the movie. I think I do think it's probably better than Van Helsing because I think it nails its internal tone better. Even though its tone kind of vacillates between horror and comedy. It manages to kind of straddle that line very well, whereas Van Helsing doesn't as much. Um, and uh, the the visual effects, while they don't they don't hold up now, not the same way that, say, Jurassic Park does. You can watch Jurassic Park and it still perfectly holds up. I saw it and, you know, I, I went to see it in 3D um, recently when it released just to see it again on the big screen. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, on that note,
0: nobody go back and watch Jumanji. Really?
3: <laughs> no. But, um, so, uh, Jurassic Park still <laughs> holds Raiders up. or
0: Return of the Jedi, yeah. <laughs> which I just saw yesterday. Ugh.
3: Jurassic Park still holds up, which it always has, so no big surprise there. The Mummy does not especially hold up, but it is still a great deal of fantastic work for 1999. Yeah. Um, the Phantom Mask came out in 1999. But this... this both broke a lot of ground. Sure. Both really did break a lot of ground. Man. The Mummy was a big deal at the time. Yeah. And, and it was right around the time that I was becoming, a, like, I was having my awakening into yeah. visual effect. And I remember The Mummy being a huge deal at the time. It also
2: was the poor games. relation because, you know, all the good people at ILM were working on Phantom Fucking Menace yeah. at the time. <laughs> Menace, yeah, yeah. So, uh, junior artists the movie. Yeah. yeah,
3: there are definitely, but there's definitely some. No offense, to everyone who worked in the movie. Yeah, Shit, there's sorry. definitely
2: some. No, ext- no, I'm gonna tell a story about the guys who worked in the movie. Some yard.
3: extremely good stuff in here. I remember for a long time for like, like I said, it was it was around the time that i was becoming interested in visual effects and i remember the autodesk or it wasn't autodesk yet but the maya website had a big old banner of the mummy on it because they used a a you know an internal altered version of maya to make the mummy and they were so so proud of that because it was such great work at the time and right. and some of it some of it does hold up now especially considering that it was all you know keyframe animated there was none of that the performance capture that we, that we have nowadays that we take. Away. That or shit. You're, high for You're
2: exactly wrong about that.
3: Uh, well, I mean, they got the, they got a lot of stuff. Anyway, um, we can talk about that, but it is funny. It is funny to watch a lot of the, the, the behind the scenes stuff where it's like, yeah, we had all this trouble with him. You know, he had to hit his exact mark at his exact time because it was programmed in the camera. And nowadays, none of that would be yeah. a concern. Like there's, we'll talk about it when we get there, but, but
0: yeah, I'm just, re- I'm just remembering how much I like doing, de- uh, I like <laughs> How what much you, I like doing The Other Show The Other Duck <laughs> Podcast red, Redacted What are you doing movie I just I love doing this It's been a while It's been a month or so Apartment blows up True. Yeah, what's, what's your thing With The Mummy
2: It is I have to say that uh, um, Like uh, I, I never hated Van Helsing um, As you'll find out later i assume you're going to air these in chronological order even i don't don't even know anymore backwards um (laughs) like we
3: did it before the right way yeah
2: but um you know van helsing is one of those movies that uh, some some people discovered that van helsing wasn't as bad as they remembered uh you know it's sort of because although admittedly it was seems to be largely because we didn't know what bad was when van helsing came out (laughs) (laughs) it was a world before there were transformers movies and things like that but um but you know Van Helsing is just it's a misfire it's a big expensive misfire and it's it's half reviled because of the budget because it was so hugely expensive right. it's a water world kind of problem and became a a huge you know a huge disaster financially for for universal um whereas the mummy was you know had a decent budget cuz obviously they, there's there's production value going on here um but it went through the roof and then the sequel did even better the sequel made more money than the original did um so and, it, and
3: we should talk about the sequel when we get there Exactly we well the sequel do that one. the
2: sequel's Already suffering from wretched excess, it's Mummy Three that's really awful. But that's not Summers; he didn't do that one. But um, but the the so recently in re rewatching the Mummy myself, um, I had the opposite reaction because from 1999 to now, it's like well, the Mummy is not as good as I remember it because I've seen better now. You know, mm-hmm. but it's still great, and for 99 it's you know you have to again you have to put it in that context. very much of its time exactly
1: yeah. it it's was
3: a, a great year for movies yeah 99? 99 was a solid
1: yeah. but it's
2: a but it's a it's a fun it's it's a you know it's a good solid fun movie and it's not it's not like it's oh now i hate it or anything like that i still admire it tremendously and i think it's it's great i'll just kind of skip ahead a little bit sometimes yeah but um but there's fantastic stuff going on and it, it's it is because i think it it did unlike van helsing it did nail the tone it was going for that's consistent and and if you if you like the you know if you if you like that kind of movie that's something about the 30s and maybe it's just because of Raiders of the Lost Ark but even Raiders of the Lost Ark when it came out and I'm the only one who can speak to this I guess but you know it, it felt like okay this feels like an homage to something else before that right yeah. and it was an homage to all the old you know adventure serials and things like that you it know. just feels classy exactly but 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 those there was something it it it's reminiscent. Raiders is reminiscent of some other earlier prototype of the jokey, yet adventure cliffhanger in the 30s. You know, with with biplanes and everything going on. You know, it's like there's a there's a there's a that's a that's a style that's a that's a that's a, that's a genre of its own. That if you can get in there and and not screw it up, it works. Yeah. So then the mummy is is taking the page from. Raiders, but Raiders was taking a page from something earlier than that. That I, you know, maybe just been those old adventure serials that had that mix. But it, it, you know, it nails its tone, it nails its genre, it nails its period that it's trying to evoke, um, really well. It's really fun, and uh, you know, you mentioned, uh, I think it was Dorkman mentioned in the Van Helsing that it has a, you know, a really good strong, or maybe it was Tim, uh, Eric, uh, very or, or Bob, uh, Phil, Schmidt, yeah, one of those guys. Um, has a really strong. Actor playing the 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 villain, yeah. you know the yeah, mummy yeah. himself, Arnold Vosloo. Yeah, that was Vosloo right. is really good, and yeah. he's he's solid, and and you know you understand his motivation. He wants his girlfriend back. Okay, that's clean. I get it. Um, as opposed to Van Helsing, which has bizarre, muddied motivations for, and everyone characters. has a different one. Yeah, and, it, and they don't sync up. And they, right. but it's just it just it works. You know, it just works from start to finish. And it's it's like I said, the only thing that I can say now is I I'm not I didn't I I said I rewatched it recently, going oh I haven't watched it. I just like and I was like this isn't. Uh, Total be- fun from start to finish, you know, now I'm kind of seeing the seams a little bit, but uh, I think it works overall. It works really well. And um go ahead and play it and then I'll tell my ILM story.
0: I cannot Yay. wait for that. Anyway, if you are like me, um, you're enjoying your drink. No. If you're like me, you're at the point where the Universal logo has gone all the way into a sun and you see nothing but a sun and, curiously, stars on screen. Yes, yeah, the, the remnant of the universe. <laughs> it's the
2: remnant of the Universal logo. You, ha- was, you haven't quite faded yet. What exposure setting is that for? Yeah. Yeah. It was Trey or Brian at That's some why point. the moon landings are fake. On some episode, Trey <laughs> or Brian
0: pointed out that in the 80s Universal logo, it was a very clear day on Earth and a very cloudy day in space. But you're at the point where there's nothing but the sun on screen as I am here. Finger on the button. Three, two, one, unpause. Okay, yeah. Now the stars are gone. Yep. Oh, see, cool. it's a pyramid instead of a
3: mountain. Well, this was universal, so not... Yeah, it's universal. It's, it's the universal logo. Okay, turns so into the sun. so model...
2: Yeah, there's, the background there's was digital. there's miniatures that's being miniature. interspersed. Miniature people? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, no, there's Shit. there are digital people. Digital being, people. Uh, uh, there's a lady with a the dog coming up here. They're very yeah. excited about the lady with the dog yeah. in the Every, foreground.
3: Everything, f- you know, behind that arch is digital. Yeah, those are all. Elements. That's a hell of a comp. Dude. That's a, yeah. That's a miniature, and then they're about to come down to this a wall, and tract. the people are real. Yeah, the wall to the right, and those people that are about to bow to the chariot, and the chariot are all real. So that's that a, was a that was a huge so the, deal
0: at the, the time. The plate is just this. Yeah. This is the plate. Right. Everything else was was all. I would digital. want to do that shot right now. That was a really impressive shot. And yeah.
1: I'm sure at the end of 1999, the entire <laughs> yeah. visual effects community was just a, talking about yeah. no other movie. Yeah, hey, you Seriously, made an MMA no. thing. We can have a VFX. Well, thing. The whole, the, movie. no. I'm just, just saying, saying yeah. the
0: thing. Well, what was the thing
2: that made the? Damn, this, this bum, is body paint. Don't be fooled. No, I can tell she's not wearing a costume. That's body paint. I'm cool. The I don't mind. The the big thing about the mummy at the time was oh my god they tracked digital stuff onto people those maniacs yeah right Um, you know the whole when he is half you know half digital and he's got and when you look at if you look at the cinematic show it's hysterical have you ever seen there was a joke video maybe it's still on YouTube there was a joke video about the guy who who does mocap who talks about how his dad was the first groundbreaker mocap and they have this old eight millimeter looking film of a guy with like five gigantic basketball sized (laughs) ping pong balls. You know, he was, my dad used to do mocap in the 60s or whatever it was. And he's got like five tracking markers that are literally beach balls that are strapped on. That's adorable. Um, The tracking markers that Arnold Vosloo wore on his face to do the tracking, it's practically that. There's there's He's got this gigantic Gigantic rig strapped to the for side the, of his face for the
3: scene where the where the uh, yeah they make a big deal of this in the behind the scenes yeah. for the scene where the scarab like crawls out of his collarbone and up his face and then into his face and, and he then choose he, it and then he chooses it. They talk, they talk at length about how hard it was. They have this gigantic black triangle on his collarbone with like LEDs on it and this huge black thing with red LEDs on it on his face. And it's like, and they had to do a motion control camera and everything. And he had to exactly hit his mark and all that stuff so that they could do it. Nowadays you do a handheld. Just
0: to give you some context, if you you don't know, I do visual effects for a living, TV and film stuff. If there's tracking markers on someone's face, I almost get annoyed now. Yeah. Yeah. That's where we're at.
3: Nowadays, you do that shot handheld. There'd be a dot on his nose, maybe. Oh, by the way, if you are an independent
0: filmmaker, you use tracking markers. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying fringe is okay. (laughs) <laughs> That's all, you know. Vampire Diaries, get away, which has
2: more money than you do.
0: In any case, so you had an ILM story Trey. Yeah, the um, teasing at
2: it was right, around this time, um, I got an invite from someone I met. I believe I met him. Uh, I think I may have met him at a, at a conference of some kind, or maybe just online. Um, but um, he 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 was the head of the fledgling ILM mocap department. And because I was Mr. MoCap groundbreaking dude, he got my name and, and asked me to come up and literally give a pep talk to the MoCap department. And they showed me some, some of the tests of The Mummy, which they were working on at the time, and they're doing The Mummy. And they told me about how, you know, all the real animators thought they were dog shit. Yeah. And I said, that's going to happen. They, they're going to think that you're going to deal with that for about th- 10 years. They, they hate you. They hate you. And,
0: um, and I'm because and I'm, the real animators, I, feel I literally like gave, a, not I literally gave an it, it gets better talk to the ILM <laughs> right. <Yeah>. department. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, cause the real animators were like, that's not animation and you're not animators. Yeah, I just, sit over here and I make animation from scratch. I just a just...
2: studio where I had to, you know, deal with a department that was divided against itself. It's the whole way. thing. It's the you know, whole artist and tracers issue. The devil's rotoscope is what, they still call it. So, um. You know, to which I say, if you're an animator and you have that attitude, fuck you, because I'm a puppeteer, and uh, you know that's mocap, and I was the first one to do it in a movie. I'm a so.
0: puppeteer, and what the fuck do you think you're yeah, doing? So
2: bite me. You're, I'm faster than you, and you're looking down on me. <laughs> I can move the puppet in real time. Go for it. Not- so, um, so I literally, like, you know, went there, and it was like all of you know eight people, you know, and uh, and and. I literally said, you said Hey guys, be proud be okay. of what I literally said. Just be proud of what you're doing. It's yeah, I, I, let me tell you about the first time we debuted Mocap at SIGGRAPH, and they, was, everyone said what bullshit that was.
0: I was gonna say, I don't think you've
2: actually told the Zara Bonza story on the air before. Oh, the well—that was, a, that was a, a year or two later, but yeah, Zagara Bonds are the completely astounding. And that's uh, that's that's online. Uh, last I checked, that actually that clip is online.
0: We should come back to it because the cold open is important. But I want to hear the Zagara story. Well, if we awesome. ever do
2: RoboCop two, that's the exp- that's the place to do because uh, that's where that's where I did do the first motion captured character in a Hollywood motion picture. But that's amazing. We just have to get through RoboCop the first. But anyway, this movie. So so when this movie came out, I was like, you know, that there there was. It's so funny when you see and when when animators just don't want to admit that there's mocap and they just want to go, "Well, we had to do a lot of cleanup. We had to fix it. You know, the data is really noisy." I mean, it's just like animators always fucking say that and they're always fucking lying. Yeah. <laughs> they're fucking lying about that. They think they're cleaning it up. What they're doing is ruining it. That's what they're, they're doing. They're putting their stamp on it. Exactly. It's like, "Yeah, that's right. You took all that all that jittery, crazy stuff that's real life, and you turn it all into beautiful spline curves so that everyone at home would go, that looks just like computer animation. So a really rare – a really now, you know, now people are more sophisticated with it where you, you actually can see where there are animators and people that work with mocap who understand what weird random strangeness to leave in because that's the life and what, what actually does need fixing and cleaning up. And uh, and there are people who can do it, but a lot of a lot of animators, if you give a quote animator some mocap to clean up, the first thing they'll do is just ruin it because it's you know it's evil and bad. Hmm. But anyway, ILM ILM ILM's ILM's mocap department. At when the movie finally came out, they did get some attention. They 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 did allow them to talk to the press and admit that there was some mocap going on in this movie, even though that's evil.
3: Plot wise, this seems like a terrible uh, plan. It's like, okay, the worst people in the world get superpowers. That's how we're gonna curse them. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, it's just, it's just kind of like, well, if you just killed him the normal way, then he wouldn't be a demon who could come back right. and destroy yeah, the exactly. world. Maybe, maybe do that. Why? Maybe why so fancy with the execution? Maybe there? here's maybe an idea. Cut him a Starvation. Lot first. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> maybe just cut his throat. I don't know. Even this, this match move to a live action yeah. plate is just a nightmare for 1999.
3: Yeah, it's kind of a nightmare for
1: now. To yeah, be that, that's
2: actually a tough one to do now. Yeah. You have to you, 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 that one you would not go. Ah, just shoot
1: it. We'll figure it out. That
2: yeah. that one you would go. No, we got We better board
1: that one. Now, was this? I mean, I, I didn't follow development so much back in 1999, but I do know that certainly if you took the Universal. Studio tour around this time they would always talk About how this was sort of an attempt it's not Just reboot the mummy but just all the Universal branded monsters so suppose Um, Yeah summers mm -hmm. summers picked the mummy They said take which one do you want because we Got them all yeah and he went for the mummy he went for the mummy, but were there were, was there overtures made by Universal to other directors to like redo another Dracula? Because I'm sure because Dracula, sure. Dracula 2000 came up, but that was nothing to Universal. That they've, was been, a, they've been they've yeah. been trying well,
2: Dracula, to do Universal only owns the Dracula that they own exactly. Obviously Dracula Dracula
1: it is, could be a thing. is out there Fra- been, just like Frankenstein. Frankenstein, Frankenstein is right. public domain. They've right. been
3: trying to do a uh, creature from the black lagoon for a while. For a while, they managed to get that off the ground,
1: which I just rewatched uh, Return of the Creature on Mr. Science Theater 3000. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs>
2: I do remember from watching The Creature from Black Lagoon, you know, Saturday afternoon matinee when I was a kid, that um, there's some creepy shit in The Creature from Black Lagoon where the the, the girl is swimming and the the creature is below, just kind of like trying to like touch her legs.
1: I I would argue. It's everyone's, you know, worst nightmare about what's under the water. I would argue that black and white, (laughs) just because I know there's fish. Yeah. (laughs) I would argue (laughs) that underwater black and white works really, really good. It's It's really creepy. Now, here's a, um, here's a, um, Um, look at that five horse falls all in one shot here's Here's Ben Hur this is something because I just recently rewatched Lawrence on Blu-ray as well I really feel like North Africa turn of the century is like a super it's really rife with possibility in terms of storytelling in terms of like yeah you could do Hidalgo because of the no, good old no. French Foreign
3: Legion. <laughs> yeah. no, I'm, no, for real, though. Like people who can wind up
1: there. There's actually two unproduced scripts that in. I know of that I think are really, really good uh, that take place in this time. Well, one of them is not Turn of the Central, one a little bit later, but friend of the show, uh, Terry has uh, very famously has a script called Sandstorm. Which, well, that's that's World War Two though. That's World War II, I know, so it's a little bit later, but, uh, and that one's, I mean, it's you, you probably haven't read it, because we've read it, because we, we know the guy, um, but I would say that and then there was a very famous unproduced script called uh, Smoke and Mirrors, which, uh, my God, talk about one of the best unproduced scripts of all time. This thing almost got made no less than a half dozen times. Specifically, its its best attempt was right after Michael Douglas and... um, uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones got married, and age-wise, they fit. At that time, they fit the characters perfectly, and it was based on uh, a magician by the name of Houdin, who was a real guy, who was who Houdini got his name from. Yep. Um, and the idea is that he I'm is sorry. Hi-
0: who Eric Weiss got his name? Yeah, Weiss yeah. got his name
1: from. Uh, and me, proper with your magic. Houdin history. was a steampunk fucking masterpiece before steampunk was like the thing it is now, because it. it the idea is that Houdin is hired by um, by the by the French, I believe to um, disprove a this sort of local huckster that the uh, North African rebels worship as a god because he casts all these illusions and they bring him in to discredit this guy in front of his own people. And you think, okay, that's going to be the course of the movie, but that actually happens really early in the movie and then it turns into this gigantic set piece with really amazing characters and, and just a little bit of magic bean stuff in there. um, You know, a little clockwork miniatures and robots. And just, I mean, just a really, if you might be able to find it online that one of your favorite, um you know, script dispensaries, but, uh, but man, it's just this whole era is, I mean, even, even the parts of the, this movie I like the best are sort of, is just very much a setting, kind of like what Trey was saying. You know what doctors call a script dispensary? What's that? A pharmacy. Pharmacy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: wah, wah. Yeah, but you have that wasn't to, a, you have a witty pun this, you have to bring the script it was just a yeah exactly it wasn't a witty pun it was just a pun
2: we'll just get it out of the way that uh brendan fraser is pretty much genetically engineered to play this role um, yeah. and no others <laughs> yeah well did george of the jungle is supposed to he's supposed to have nailed yeah. that one pretty good um but uh haven't seen it but um he, he really i think he really he and and, and when we get to her rachel vice ladies <sighs> and gentlemen um are a large part of why the movie works, I think, because you know, he, he, he's, yeah. he's great. He can do the comedy. He's, he can do the physical, he can do the stunts. Um, really, you know, there's, that's a rare thing. Harrison Ford was another person who could nail the tone of something like this yeah. too. But how many other examples are there, um, of people who can, who can really, really handle the physical stuff really, really well. Cause, right. cause Mr. Fraser looks good when he's in motion. Yes. And, uh, you know, he just, he, he covers it. And, um, but he can also act and he can also do the comedy. So uh, that's that's a real triple threat that this movie needs and there's not a lot of people who could have made that work.
1: As a leading man, I feel like he's one of the more like wasted potential... It's a cases. shame that a lot I of the mean, movies he's done... We're still
3: looking for like the next generation of leading men. Right. I feel like we've... We, the... the the main leading men are still being cast as leading men but they're getting too old and it's like we don't yeah. have yeah. the next and generation like the, the, the
1: kids from Project X aren't exactly stepping no. in yeah. to fill the yeah fill Mark, Mark Wahlberg's on his way out ladies and gentlemen yeah. we're yeah. still looking for uh, and, and Shia, ma- Shia, Shia make- was Shia was the prince who was promised I don't think he's quite yeah, there and yet then he became he, he abdicated he, <laughs> yeah. he walked Channing away Channing
3: Tatum is the fetch they're currently trying to make happen yeah. it seems like yeah.
1: but. <laughs> but you know I'm on board with that I have a lot I, I actually like Channing Tatum quite a bit and I think he's I was a huge I'm a fan. I think he's got a lot more. He might. To him he though. might. He might get there. um this is. Uh, I don't know if this is her first movie, but it's an early. No. This is the first time yeah. I noticed her. Yeah, she wasn't it, something right before this. And though, you know what's crazy? Like 98, I I'm think Rachel Weisz
0: is just gorgeous. Yeah. Now, I'm not feeling it here. No. She, yeah, she's, she's a little. She's I'm, a little
2: unformed she's, here. Well,
0: she still kind of got. I, I honestly, I don't think she's this. There's young. Also, there's
2: some really bad stunt doubling coming up. Well, that's that's a dude. That's a dude. That's
0: a man named James. But I, I don't think. That she's this young. It's just that it. she strikes me as having a lot of baby fat in this movie.
2: It's true. Yeah, she may have been really... really but uh, Rachel Weisz falls in that category... Um, with with a very select few other actresses. Now This, by the way, is totally practical. Yeah, this is really happening in camera.
0: And the art department's like, don't but fuck this <laughs> yeah, up.
2: Yeah, that's right. And the fact that she, you know she has to nail the timing at the end. That is, entire
0: thing is practical. This, oh yeah, yeah. This is Jesus Christ. One take,
2: baby. Here we go. And then she and she has to. Then if I'm an actor, this is the scariest thing in the world. Yeah, like we're gonna blow up the building and then we're gonna land on your reaction afterwards. So don't <laughs> screw it up, like Heath Ledger. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Like oh god. So that's pretty – it's an amazing thing. Now, this
0: is a character actor I've seen in a couple things, and it's I don't know his name. Yeah, uh, But I just love him. I think he's great. Odd, no. odd, oddly, the weird thing that I know him from the most is Mr. Deeds, the Adam Sandler remake. <laughs> of all things.
2: <laughs> so there you go. Um, so Rachel wise is – I was just going to say I, I put her in a, in a very special category of – Oscar caliber actresses that do genre stuff that will do genre stuff. Yeah, she goes right up there with with Naomi Watts, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and Beckinson? Charlize. No, no Kate, Kate Beckinsale, Charlize, uh, Charlize, Charlize, so Charlize Theron. The well, well, there's not a good
1: example. Helen
2: No, Eon a- Flux. <laughs> okay, if you ins- if you say so, that's if, Judy, that, um, if that's I was it. gonna go for Roda Mitchell, who um, yeah, yeah, oh
1: yeah, sure, Roda and, Mitchell, uh, uh, who, who Judy Dench,
2: amazing in Pitch Black, Judy you know.
1: Dench, yeah,
3: yeah, gave it her best. I'm shot. talking about
2: leading ladies, but yeah, yeah sure, yeah. Judy oh, Dench, why ladies, not? Ladies, but uh, but, uh, but you know, young ingenues right. who will do these kind of movies, but are also amazingly good actresses. Right. Right.
0: Jennifer Lawrence, you know, um,
2: yeah, Jennifer Lawrence, Jennifer Lawrence, I think is turning into that. You know, Sig- Michael Dorkman Scott, Sigourney Weaver back in the day was kind of like you know, you know, it's like she she true, yeah. It's like it, you know, Sigourney Weaver. You know, was just like you know, well, maybe she's good. Let's try it. You know, and the next thing you know, she, you know, later she's winning Oscars. Like, who knew? Um, the ones that already have won Oscars, and then we'll do genre stuff. Those are the ones I respect all the more. Kate good, Blanchett. Good for you, um, Kate Blanchett. I guess you know, not a lot of examples there, but uh, you know, three big ones. Lord of the Lord of the Rings don't count sure. <laughs> because Lord of the Rings is classy. That's that right. had that had a, that had a, a veneer. Oh, okay, had a veneer of class. You know, that seemed Classic okay. Classic literature. Everyone's British. I'm talking. I'm talking about. The, Kate Blanchett doing Lord of the Rings is not the same level of bravery as Naomi Watts doing King Kong.
0: Yeah, this is true. I <laughs> Agree. You
2: know, even though it's the same director,
0: I was going to say um, that's not exactly fair. Yeah.
2: But anyway, I, Rachel Weisz is uh, you know even though this was early film for her and and you know maybe now she wouldn't deign to do these kind of films. She did the sequel and then wouldn't do the third one, so they just right. replaced her. I bet it's because um, she
3: just didn't like the
2: sequel. I bet and she I it. and I she was right to turn it yeah. down. But um, you know she yeah. she and Brendan are a lot of why this movie is as good as it is because yes. they carry it.
0: Now, speaking of the late 90s and Brandon Fraser, am I the only person on the planet who saw and loved Blast from the Past? Because I thought that movie was just I've great. I've seen
1: Bart's parts of it.
0: it was, it's totally a friend I was saw Encino Man. That tray. was him too. Yeah,
1: there right? you go. Encino yes. Man is legit fun. I've yeah. seen, yeah. I've so seen Gods and Monsters. I will he's, say this. He's yeah. Blast from the Past is the monsters. It's fantastic it's in that.
0: Delightful. It is delightful. It is just a tremendous amount of fun. Christopher Walken says he's Spacek, Alicia Silverstone being cute, and Dave Foley playing the gay roommate Plus no, Brendan Fraser in the lead, it's but, just delightful. That's fun. what I'm saying.
1: Brendan Fraser had a solid and ass Nathan run. And Nathan Fillion yeah. as the From, dipshit
0: ex boyfriend. What more do you want in a movie? Yeah. Go home.
1: From early 90s to early aughts, you know, he had a just a, a stellar run. And then around 2003, we're like, what happened? You know, like where yeah. do you, he, where started, do you go? he
3: started doing Journey to the Center of the Earth and stuff. Well, no, but
1: like, before he, that, even that was like the first movie he got. And honestly, a while. I think it's his. Like, I think he started puffing up and his
0: hair started falling out. I think that's it.
1: I mean, maybe he's got self-conscious of that and took less roles I, or, or maybe
0: mm-hmm. just people were like, oh, wow, he's he's deteriorating fast. He's like the he's, he's like the he's, he's
1: Val Kilmering on us.
0: I was going to say <laughs> well, I was going to say he's Donovan and Last Crusading but, on us. But yeah.
1: But yeah. here's the thing, though. Val Kilmer can show up in something like fucking MacGruber and kill it yeah. like and just be amazing. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, it's just like it's it. We haven't seen Brendan Fraser turn up in something and kill it. You know what I mean? I'm still waiting he for was that to crash. Happen. I mean, he didn't watch Blash it. Watch Blast from the Past. Blash. It's amazing.
0: <laughs> of course, that was in his time when he was yeah. during Blash. his was During his ago. ago. yeah. yeah
3: the, but, oh, God. But
0: seriously, <laughs> please take this as a recommendation. Check out Blast from the Past. It is fun and kooky <laughs> he, and delightful.
3: He is banging that drum hard, you guys. You better
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. do
1: it. Because <laughs> if you
0: don't... You it, trusted Mike when he said to watch Dread. No, the, they did be that'll be, <laughs> that'll be the next... <laughs> we had to do a commentary. <laughs> we did
1: it carefully. That'll be the next uh podcast from the Friends in Your Head network is Check out Bast- Blast from the Past weekly just a yeah, yeah. episode. Yeah. No, every week. No, it's going yeah. to be part of the outro. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You no, know, we should just do every Hold single week. Every him. single
0: <laughs> week we should do a podcast called Seriously Guys Really Seriously where it's like tracing Constantine. I will oh, yeah. totally like Blast from the Past y'all that yeah. that thing you do. I'll, then I'll then it, totally
1: fucking go to bat for that with searching for Bobby Fischer. I will okay. fucking Bloodsport. Bloodsport. Well, that's stuff. And we yeah. just show up and it's a
0: it's a 30 second podcast where everyone's like Blast from the Past that
1: just watch it episode yeah my, my existence is just a reminder to watch Bloodsport. like if, <laughs> if, my, people, if my life can't stand for something it's gonna be God like that it. louis
0: ck bit with shit-ass pet fuckers no one will ever listen to the podcast listen to this seriously <laughs> you guys and every single week it'll be the exact same words in the exact same order <laughs> and <laughs> you'll think to yourself maybe it's just the same file but no they're saying it differently every time but it's the same words in the same order every time every single week it's just nothing but flash from the past constantine searching for bob and fisher dread
2: go <laughs> Anyway, another fun fact I got from listening to the commentary. Uh, the, the commentary, I guess it was Van Helsing I said this, so I should say it again. Um, the commentary on the DVD of the copy of The Mummy I have is when they re- re-released the first two to promote... The Mummy Three, which oh. was coming out, the Jet Li one, Jet Li, yeah. where where are they strayed so far off the mummy that he was a Chinese mummy. Um, it's because uh, they never had those exactly. Well, it, d- d- have you seen? Have you ever seen no, Curse of the Dragon Emperor? I haven't seen it,
3: it. I like the the concept.
2: justification of it is it's the Terracotta Warriors. Terracotta Warriors, yeah. So it's yeah. like he, they're like they're like melted. They're like encased the stone, in, yeah. in in. Yeah.
0: Wait, hold on. Mummy ninety nine. Mummy returns 01. That one oh 08? eight.
1: Oh eight. right? I think so. Yeah. 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 That was recent. Yeah, and, and then there was
0: also Scorpion King and Scorpion King Two. Yeah, I remember because I was yeah. working. I was they were re- in
1: between. Yeah, I was actually working at uh, uh what's we call it, called? Tribeca West in Santa Monica, and that was where they did the post for that. And they were ups- They were finishing up as we started because we had just taken over Iron Man's offices. And uh, look at you would you bad th- Yeah, and and we shared a suite. Did it smell cool? Well, no, we shared we shared a kitchen because we were one wing. The other wing, Twilight uh um, oh, this
0: is where you have your Catherine Hardwick. <laughs> yeah you
1: did nothing i did nothing at the time <laughs> you could have ended uh, it i had no idea what danger lurked right next to me um <laughs> if first, you could go back in time <laughs> would you kill the first twilight? they came for the <laughs> first they came for the mummy and i said nothing then they came for twilight um uh, no but but, firefly but,
0: references in the con- constitution give shakespeare a pepsi <laughs> yeah
1: uh so yeah so it's um the, yeah that was so that was 08 that must have been around it released that year. So it must have been 08, So
0: Now, what's funny is, if speaking of, and before we get off of it, because we want to go back to this, because now Brandon Fraser's here again. Um, speaking of the litany of mummy sequels, if Jeffrey Harrell was here, he would make this point, because it's one of his favorite movie facts of all time. The Scorpion King 2, which was called something? Rise of the Cobra? I don't care. No,
1: no. Uh, <laughs> the, the, uh, the, 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 the mummy 2, uh, whatever. 2 was mummy returns. Hold on, hold on, hold on. They, they had a the spin off movie. Th- th- the the se- here, here it is yeah.
0: The secret, the, the sequel of The Scorpion King is a sequel Oh, yes. Of a prequel, of a sequel, of a remake. Yeah. yeah, It's a sequel, of a prequel, of a sequel, of a remake. Inception. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's bullshit all the way down. It's bullshit, <laughs> total bullshit all the way down. But hey, that gave us Dwayne The Rock Johnson, who I've actually kind of enjoyed in Rise some movies. Rise of the Warrior. Thank
0: you, Zarban. And also, I'm sorry, Zarban. Rise of the what? Rise of the Warrior.
1: That's the sequel. And I
0: said Rise of, the, Rise of the Cobra, which is not far off. I was yeah. kidding. That's Rise Scorpion of the Machines. Rise of the Dragon Emperor. It's all the
1: same thing. I want to have it be of the colon of the Miss of Pandaria, whatever it is. Anyway, um, Yeah. Long hair. So now, now he's rocking the George of the jungle hair. Yeah. Which I'd, I'd forgotten. I'd forgotten about this whole part of the movie, to be honest with
0: you. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's uh, yeah. really because this is all I remember. He's a bad boy. I just remember him being. And it's funny because I was he trying to, when Fort I was Allegiant. watching it, I was rewatching it last night to sort of, you know, reacclimate. And I was thinking that I was going to experience a knockoff Indiana Jones. And what I found that I was experiencing was actually a knockoff Malcolm Reynolds. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a different vibe. It's not the same vibe. Uh, it's it's obviously set in the same sort of setting and with the same trappings, but he's not indie. He's no. more like Mal. Yeah. He's more like Mal, but so Is you
2: know, Indy has that. Indy has his his actual
1: love of the antiquities, to, to kind of drive him. Whereas this guy is the true mercenary. You sure? Pretty but the sure. thing is, mm-hmm. Brendan Fraser as an actor, I can buy him as goofy. I can't buy him as grizzled bastard. And I I don't think he his skills necessarily transcend perfectly to this role I think he's fine in this role I just don't think like at the end of the day it's like whatever reaction you have to this character you're just like oh, that's cute Brendan Fraser Mike it's just it doesn't it for me I never really I can never get past the fact that it was Brendan Fraser the entire time
0: wait hold on wait. I am
3: wait, impressed wait, 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 by the real, fact that you're introducing yourself to the hero and it's like they're legitimately trying to like hardcore trying to kill him right the, here. yeah they're yeah. not
0: doing movie try to kill him yeah, no like his he, he's didn't dying break yeah. haha question mark that's all yeah, yeah. but wait, is first of all real quick Brent, am-
2: that's an amazing shot and stunt by
0: the way <laughs> yeah <Is> it, <laughs> that's really well done yeah is it e or a brendan or brandon brendan Bre- brendan. brendan but it is but it's brendan it's Bre- brendan a with oh, brendan. an a yeah you're right brendan first <laughs> an
3: e then an a <laughs> but it's not fraser it's, it's fraser,
0: fraser. Yes. so it's yeah. brendan fraser yes okay now mike as opposed to Brandon Fraser, which would have been much yeah.
3: easier for everyone.
0: Brandon, <laughs> yeah, Jesus, <laughs> Mike, how are what you? On, are your how are you like on Brandon Fraser in the Mummy, especially?
3: Uh, I like him. I mean, I think this was, this was, like I said, I saw and seen man, so th- I guess that was my first experience with him. But I didn't really like connect those necessarily. So as like a leading man character as being aware of Brendan Fraser. I guess uh, this was kind of my first uh, experience with him. I don't have quite as much of a, an
0: issue with it's him. It's not, a, th- but you wouldn't say that you couldn't imagine anyone doing this role better, could you? Could you imagine someone nailing this role more than he does? Sure. Ouch. Yeah. You don't even have oh. someone in mind, but you're just like, yes. I'm sure it's <laughs> oh, in sure the sure room. Well, I mean, well, hold on, hold
2: on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that you, if you could imagine in your head someone, but name a name. Uh, well, uh, Fillion. Okay. I was say Fillion. Fillion. Well, no, no, but no, no, we, we have. Fillion was twelve in
3: nineteen. I was gonna say we have the
1: luxury of yeah. He, he was, was the movie with the, luxury of the year before. Yes. Yeah, yeah, luxury, yeah, of luxury hindsight. hindsight. So, sure. uh, um, but like in of this era, I think
3: he's fine in this. I I, w- I didn't complain. I wasn't like oh I d- I know that when I watched it I wasn't like oh you know who they should have got Blah. Brad Pitt. Like yeah I I never had no that
0: was my suggestion Brad Pitt. Uh, no,
3: because not the young Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt now. Brad Pitt now I could see. Brad Pitt now could do it. Brad Pitt. This year in Fight Club, no, I don't see right. Fight Club Brad Pitt yeah. playing this role.
1: I, you know, it's gonna sound really strange, but I, I, I mean, if you're gonna throw in Brendan Fraser, fuck, throw Jerry O'Connell in there, like that could have yeah. been easily Jerry, like. Wait, where was he in the in the fat transition? He he, he was not fat. He was <laughs> no. still po- immediately post sliders, still had a decent post. Jerry Maguire had like that decent shape <gasps> about him. Fisher Stevens. <laughs> please, please, universe. There you go. Direct, directed by directed by Klaus Kinski. Or I don't yeah, know. Sure, trying, not? Yeah,
0: I'm not going to try to make it mum and shots. I'm just saying I want it to be. I want to see the
2: comedy version of Fitzgeraldo starring, starring <laughs> Brendan Fraser trying to get a boat over
0: a
1: mountain. <laughs> Fitz. That'd be fantastic. Fitzgeraldo the series on yeah. ABC Family. <laughs> this week, four inches up the hill. My my wife oh, religiously oh my God, watches wait, Pretty no, Little Liars. So here's the answer: the ABC Family brand of drama is.
0: We're gonna to have to try to make him a little bit more badass as opposed to a little bit more lighthearted, okay? Everyone with me? Sure. Obviously we're all thinking in terms of badasses that we could make funny. Claw hand. Other way around, hmm. give him stubble. Uh I think it needs to be Steve Zahn. Well
2: we check, try... out, check out Sahara. See if I was gonna that say
0: I was gonna say we tried but Sahara. He was, but he didn't he didn't actually,
2: have... he actually he's the, he's better in Sahara McConaughey is wrong for he didn't Sahara, have the but, McConaughey but Zahn role. was great.
0: The McConaughey role was uh was something else entirely. I'm just saying that Steve Zahn. Mm-hmm. Zahn
2: is a great sidekick for these kind of things.
0: He's fantastic. I just fantastic to see him in be that. a lead. Has he been a lead in anything? He was a, he was a sidekick in you've got mail. He was a sidekick in that thing you do. Sidekick in, he was a sidekick in you. Sidekick in he's, he's
2: he's a lead in like indie little indie films, like you know Happy Texas and things like that.
0: Yeah. So fuck him. Yeah, <laughs> I
2: don't know. Steve Zahn. Anyway, Thinks he's so think great. Steve yeah.
0: Zahn would be a perfect lead in a movie like this. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he couldn't even say it with a straight <laughs> face.
0: What a circumstantial laugh. That's yeah, all. I just think it's a very special episode.
3: I love this. Right. By the way, this shot, that shot, is a great example of of uh, what we call on that other show that we don't talk about, a mm. footprint in the snow, because yeah. it was a wider shot establishing. It establishes. You can see like a, a little mountain that they're traveling by, and the moon in the background. And from this point on. All you see in the background is smoke and blue light. Yeah,
2: because this is totally a studio scene. <laughs> because
3: it's a stage, but they did that one shot where they extend it with a matte painting. At see, you yeah. can't see anything out there. But yeah. they did and, that one and shot. Summer, and now you buy and it.
2: Summer says in the in the in the, uh, in the uh, commentary that he's not wild about it. Yeah, <laughs> that he thinks this is a really egregious cheat. That it. Uh, he's like, well, what are you gonna do? But yeah, just like again, if it was Van Helsing, they'd be full on tracking digital matte paintings flying by at a thousand miles an hour in every single shot. And you know, thank God
1: it's not. Yeah, it's not that. I do remember at the time being impressed with the gunplay in this one. Um, there's just a certain sort of firearm literacy that's always nice. I'm trying to remember what specifically about it. I liked back then. Hopefully I'll come back to that. So good <laughs> news for that, you. That'd listener. be an awesome thing to talk yeah. to. I'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Should you have a have reason a to. Uh, That'll eventually arrive at. Well, I think,
2: you fun. know, Fraser, I don't know. It, I'm trying to think what he had done that was big before this. I Action mean, wise,
1: not a lot. Yeah. Like, I, I don't of, think anything. A new thing. And, uh, and I think that's part of Because he done like Encino
2: Man and, and, and I don't know what else. I mean, he had Blast from the past. Was that before or after? I think that was before 98. Before. Yeah. He also, so he was
1: still but then he, you know, he also gained some muscle for this one. Like I remember, there yeah, was he's like definitely a, he's a big boy. The yeah. physical transformation of Brendan Fraser was like a thing that people were talking about. It's Igor. He, I mean, you buy into it, like you buy. I mean, with a John Waters stash. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've always made
2: that. I'm like, what are you doing, John Waters?
1: <laughs> yeah, doing? it does seem like a John
2: Waters <laughs> yeah. cameo. I would love to see John Waters for that role.
0: Obviously, I want everyone. <laughs> well, to Well,
2: obviously, we're going after the Scarab Beetle.
0: No, nobody here. Dislikes John Waters, but just in case it's unclear, I will have you know, if I could elect to have a dad, I want John Waters for a dad right off the bat. Yesterday. If I could be married to someone and then have a child, but I'm not the child's dad, John Waters, please. And if they could have an uncle, Stephen Fry. If they could have two uncles, which, typical, uh, think, Stephen Fry and Elton Brown.
2: I think I'd reverse that, but otherwise I understand. <laughs> yeah.
0: In any case, I want Stephen Fry, John Waters, Elton Brown, I guess Adam Savage, everybody and probably Bill needs, Nye. Everybody needs be, a cool gay
3: uncle. I want yeah, I, I want
0: them all to be the weird uncles that no one would ever pick. But honestly, it's weird because I think like the middle America faction of folks, what never listened to us, would be like, if they, if they heard of John Waters, no. If they saw John Waters talk, be like, no. Mm-hmm. And I'm over here going, no, honestly, without any sort of sense of irony, I think John Waters would be the perfect uncle. And uh, mm-hmm. this mustache gets this guy like halfway there. <laughs> so it's the mustache is most of the gig? Really?
3: Yeah, exactly. Really, I want that
0: mustache to be my kid's uncle. That's all I want. <laughs> that's, that's just the mustache. Just a mustache on a stick. Mike, <laughs> I've never been a fan of playing it safe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to play correlation and causation. I'm just saying that mustache has typically not been kind to kids. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's a
2: little. It's a, he better be gay because otherwise.
3: Otherwise, it's
0: just weird. That
3: is
2: a nice nightgown for Rachel.
3: Yeah. This is such a cliche little
2: moment, but it's so totally. It is, works the mirror game. What, I mean, what, what, It's almost what? like you kind of have to do this. Yeah. You
1: know, in exactly. a movie like
2: this, you kind of have to do that moment
1: the mirror in a, any movie with like a horror element it, to it is from? now Miss like it's now essentially Chekhov's gun it's, it's, exactly. yeah. it's, it's actually use true
3: it. every time somebody walks into like a bathroom or any time in a horror movie like things are just they're just slightly off to the side of the f- of the rule of thirds, a little bit more than yeah. I just out to. The, Something is going to happen yeah, in that other yeah. third.
2: Something. And they're really savvy movie makers will do that to just fake you out. That happened in <laughs> yeah, exactly. And
1: I'll take you. I'll, t- I'll do you one better. <coughs> if your horror story involves a creepy child or a cre- creepy little girl, straight long black hair. Yeah, of course. Never a creepy blonde
0: in squared in squared <laughs> off framing, no less.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah well,
2: man. that's we can thank the Japanese for giving us that one. That's yes, yeah. That's right. We're gonna run with that one for a while.
0: This, I like
3: how they point out they do point out in the uh, in the official commentary at least the one I listen to like this guy
2: keeps going after Jonathan <laughs> for like 10 minutes yeah, exactly and he doesn't even bother to put himself out Yeah, he's like so a, he's like so single minded I'm telling you man he's got the key already yeah, yeah. he's got the thing he came for and he's still trying to kill Jonathan yeah, that's the kind of thing that again it's, it sounds like the, the commentary that I have Yeah, because again you know a couple of years after the fact people can kind of look back on the movie and you know realize their own plot holes that they might not even have spotted before it's like she's yeah. He is kind of chasing him. He's an little.
0: Africanized bee, man. Yeah. And I love <laughs> yeah. how that Jonathan- Oh, remember when that was a thing and we were all terrified? Yes. Yeah, really. We've been terrified by bees twice in the last 15 years. Because <laughs> yeah. when it was like, oh my God, they're all going <laughs> to kill us. Once they were going to kill us, then they were all dying. Then they were all dying. <laughs> no. uh, the thing about the character Jonathan, the brother character, is the actor does a fine job, blah, blah, blah. And I think he's great. You know, probably has you know animals like him and he's got friends. But is it just me or is he clearly cheap Hugh Laurie? And what's weird is- Which one? So weird, the brother. brother. And what's weird is at this point, he was a Hugh Laurie was actor. fairly cheap. Yeah. yeah, he's a he's a he's a
2: good actor, and uh, he, Hugh Laurie was. He I cleared, mean, Hugh, like, Hugh Laurie some, was just another guy on a sit on on doing comedy shows at the time. At the time,
0: yeah, he was nothing really. But the, it, it just looks. It seems like Stephen Summers wrote in a Hugh Laurie type plays the brother except
2: that there was no such thing as a Hugh Laurie type at the time the um, you know Hugh Laurie is a that guy type the uh,
0: I guess at the time the yeah. thing
2: that's the thing that's funny I remember the tidbit from the commentary is that uh, that fellow is actually Scottish and his normal speaking voice is unintelligibly Scottish yeah. where he's actually affecting a British accent here so it's like he's you know, he had to really work at like you know being able to speak English that English <laughs> speaking people could actually understand I, I love it when people. by the know. way the Rocketeer is one of these guys Yeah. Oh, um. (laughs) Hidden amongst them.
1: I love a. Uh, I love when uh, yes, yes that
2: guy again. Goddamn,
3: yeah, he's been unbr- burning for eight minutes and still and has what he wants and yeah. still wants to kill Jonathan. Yes, yeah. fuck him.
2: So he has to fall in the water, dude. You want to jump in the water? Don't that's you what wish you want in your, your life
0: you could experience that much passion about something? Yeah. Just like
2: I want to kill that guy so hard. There, there's there's been one person in my life where if I was on fire <laughs> and had a million dollars in my pocket, I would still try and kill her. That's that still <laughs> would you'd be, still be like <laughs> I, don't care, that. I don't care. I don't care that I have everything I need like, like, for the rest of my life and that
0: I'm currently in agonizing pain. All it's, of my
2: success is ashes in my mouth because you're still walking the planet.
0: It's like that
3: si- that I saw a, a sign on a on a church billboard. So you know, good for them. It was like, live your life so well, the Westboro Baptist Church will pick at your funeral. I was like, that's <laughs> yeah. awesome. I want good advice. I want to. Uh, so well, <laughs> so from the opposite side, I'm like, I want to. I want to. I want to. Holy shit! The- that's a reality show. Yeah, I like, want to be-
1: compete to have them protest your funeral. <laughs>
3: I want to be the. I well, want to be the is- kind of person that inspires enough passion that if someone were on fire, they would still come after. But the me. problem with <laughs> yeah. the Westboro
0: Baptist Church thing is that it's a very low threshold. Yeah, it's really. True, I think right now, if they knew who I was, they'd be like. Nah. I think they protest me. Yeah. Well, you, you. That well, the reason to they
2: to won't protest you is because you're not famous enough to, right. to, to bother right. with that. Hey, yet.
3: I got like 2 million views on YouTube. There guys. you go. Come on, Phelps. <laughs> come at me. They I'm need to, sorry. They need I just want to. More.
0: Uh, Mr. Phelps, since you're listening, he has like 60 million views on the internet. He's just being modest about the <laughs> right. number on RVD2. <laughs> There's right. been E Bombs World and shit in that story. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Mike's a big deal. Pick at his fucking funeral. <laughs> come yeah. at me, Fred. To my
1: friend, <laughs> I, have he, he's he's an older gentleman. I don't think he's coming at much these days. No. He's he's just it's no. all his daughter right and his little boys. Yeah. Um, there's I am gonna.
3: I really hope when he dies, there's gonna be like a big gay parade right outside his funeral. No picketing. Well, you know what the, the big Gay are, parade. You
1: know how the guys who bought the I'm house. I'm gonna be there. Yeah, the house is amazing. Yeah, that that house
2: story is absolutely. Do you know amazing. this? The, the, these guys bought a house across the street from the actual Westboro Baptist Church and painted, it rainbow, and painted it rainbow colors, and it's a whole gay outreach. Nice. Center. And like
1: before they did that. They said the Phelps were completely friendly, neighborly, like, how are yeah. you doing? Oh, good. And, they, you know, like, com- complete Southern manners to them. And then it's like, they started paying this, like, what you doing? Like, and then it was just like, oh, yeah, we're. Gay and by the way, oh, yeah, we're, we're gay and we're, now, note, and we're here to discredit you.
2: Now, on that note, in a strange way to try and bring it back to the movie. Sweet. Um, I, this camel. This oh, camel. This is, camel. That, totally camel that camel is so gay. My camel gaydar is never fails. Uh, <laughs> the uh, <laughs> This one is bi, actually, strangely enough. You can tell by, can tell by the That's two, not a
0: real thing well, for camels. Well, Rachel well, Wise, hell
2: yes. Yeah, really. Well, duh. Two humps. I mean, you know, do the math.
0: No, <laughs> no, no. No, no, no. Just take it. Just take the
1: applause. Let it sink in. That out. was
0: a perfect joke. You're done. Okay. Go on.
1: T gave <laughs> me- Ladies and gentlemen, it's been one- <laughs> <laughs>
0: that was a perfect joke. T- Two humps. Where does that come from? Trey the Amazing Stokes.
2: T gave me the, the golf clap on that it one. It was Thank
0: amazing. That was a slow clap. I just It, it feels like a golf clap. I think every I so film,
2: I think every film, this is a different topic. I think every filmmaker, I know I do, someday I want to make a movie that may not have any justification for it whatsoever, but so I can get the sunset shot of people on a camel in the freaking Sahara
1: or super something. like hyper telephone. Who doesn't want shot? to shoot
2: that shot? Yeah, because yeah, we've yeah. all, we doesn't f- want to make we, that in we, a movie. We
1: all have all seen Lawrence of Arabia. Exactly. We've all seen like Last how amazing David Lean made that look. And you know, we, we, that's I, I'd say whether you've seen Lawrence of Arabia or not I think there are certain images from it that are just part of the movie part of like a human's landscape yeah. now I mean some because, people just
2: take it from Raiders and think or yeah up, other
1: other movies that, that it directly influence it I would argue I would I would posit as much and I'll say this again like as, as much as we say that Citizen Kane even if you don't like Citizen Kane Citizen Kane influenced all these other movies therefore is a part of our everyday it, it, vocabulary. it clearly did I, I absolutely put Lawrence of Arabia in, in much yeah. the same threshold I still haven't seen that
0: all I know about a Lawrence of Arabia, I have, to say, I have not either. Is that uh, Alec Guinness? What? Right? Question mark. And then also that P- apparently Peter O'Toole. O'Toole. Peter O'Toole. O'Toole. And apparently we was shot at like a, a twenty-five to one aspect ratio. Yes. Yeah, I shot uh, at extreme.
2: For f- and 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 for kids. for thirty years, one of the reels was backwards and no one knew it. Yep. Um, it? Was a, it's artistic, man. The, the restoration. Somebody you know, I think this whole a second. bit of a of those kids?
0: Oh of those kids? Oh, yeah.
2: Joking. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. That's, nice turnaround on that. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, <laughs> There's blue something blue.
0: Interesting about
2: it as a as a resource. There's something about the 30s as a, as a era to, to do a film in that a sort of a itself to of sort kind of movie. itself to of a thing that of movie. not really relate a Even I can a thing to we we even not really relate to. old. I can't relate to it because even I'm not that, that old but i mean the era of the 30s the 20s and 30s especially i mean you're going from a time where you know all the adults who are around they're living in a world where flying was impossible when they were when they were a kid you know where the automobile didn't exist when they were a kid and now suddenly Places like this are accessible. So right. one of the things that's that's a hallmark of the 30s is going to exotic places. Right, suddenly became a thing you could do.
1: If you, if you, and everyone I, was trying to do that. The way my grandma always described it is my, my my father was obviously much older, and my grandparents were by as a result much older than the average person. They were alive, you know, during the the turn of the century, pretty much, and and the world got bigger twice. No, what they what yeah. they would and they were from little Rock, they were from Little Rock, and what they would say is like if somebody traveled not just internet not just like if someone had been to someone to charles africa if someone had been to africa or the desert they were like a celebrity Yeah, like they were and there would be things like this person would just talk story about where they're you know where they had been and that would be just a social event for people to do you know the world you know know the most worldly person you
0: know and how they've been to madagascar or something Imagine if that's how you felt about anyone who had ever been like a thousand miles away. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right.
3: And You've then, been and, to, yeah. And You've then, been to France. Your uncle went to Florida, and you have parties where he just tells that story. Right. It's crazy. Right. Is and, that show, makes, and if
0: you're lucky, he'll
2: show
1: the slides. That makes yeah. anyone
0: who's ever been across the ocean. Neil Armstrong. Yeah. Well, yeah. But nowadays, it's like, uh, or, you know, Linda McCartney, but for a different reason.
1: Nowadays, someone's like, oh, yes, I backpacked through China. It's like, oh, okay, your parents are rich and you were bored one summer. Good for fucking <laughs> yeah, you. Like, you that's,
0: yeah. And now, and, and you've
1: been to the Galveston. Yeah.
3: Oh, <laughs> well, I guess you graduated college,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. didn't you?
2: Been all the way to Galveston. So, so there's a, there's a very much a, a romance to this era that, that movies often mm-hmm. will, will glom onto. I
3: mean, the French Foreign Legion it, in itself, just starting the movie that way is, yeah, like, yeah. that's part of the, it's weird. Country. That it World took a
0: mummy movie. commentary for me to have this thought, but I wonder if that's why John Williams seemed to mesh so well with those first two movies and based on those first two movies, or, well Jaws included, but you know we're talking about Indian Star Wars based on those okay, first two I movies like, that wait, he was like so are, so yeah. the, the two really iconic. Uh, John Williams scores are the Indiana Jones theme and the Star Wars theme. Ah, and then okay. every, uh, there's 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 15 other like also huge yeah. John Williams. Those, We're you know, dismissing Jaws out of hand. No, 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 yeah, no, no. And not Close Encounters or E.T. I mean, okay. they're all great. But I'm talking about like the really huge ones are both romantic 30s throwback scores. And I wonder if it's that's true. exactly why he fell into that then. And everyone was just, they forgot the impulse to bring John Williams in for the 30s romantic thing with his classical Tchaikovsky and Holst sound and just said, no, that's what movies sound like again. We're doing that now. But I wonder if that's why it, if it, if it worked so well. It's just because Williams was doing this. It's
3: uh, like the one thing that hasn't gotten old of, of. People trying to recapture the magic from well, the 70s, you know. Well,
0: well, sure, but I also had this a similar thought the other day, which is you know how um, when you watch the Oscars, a classy version of the Oscars, like with the exception of uh, Seth MacFarlane singing about boobs, a classy Oscars is big band music and cool swing and tuxedos and all that shit. That's classy for us. In 1938, whenever the first Wings, whenever that was, that was modern. That was current. Right. If we started, <laughs> that was One Direction. If we started the Oscars now, that's Lady Gaga. <laughs> right. Right? <laughs> yeah. Right. So it's not necessarily that it's just constant classic, completely evergreen old Hollywood sound. It's just when old Hollywood was happening, that's what was the things were sounding like, and we've just never let go. I don't know about big band. Have they, what, really? Have they done like, big band swing versions of... Bum, Quick note on a... Anyway, quick note on the movie we're watching. Well, on, no.
1: yeah. a quick note on Brendan Fraser's costume. It, literally, if you took the guns off, he could be in Mumford & Sons. Like, <laughs> But if you took the scarf off, you could be Indiana Jones, and I think we've all learned a lot about ourselves today. There yeah. you go. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been What You're Doing, movie. We've it's, learned
0: a lot about scarves anyway.
2: And if Rachel Weiss will take that dress off, I'll be in my bunk. I'm just saying, <laughs> the, the
0: romance, We the, the four things we've talked about all kind of connect from my head. There's the romance of the 30s and the sort of separate other thing that's going on that, there. That wipe alone as a transition. Yeah. Is yeah like, oh, 1930s.
1: The, yeah. I will absolutely say the thing the movie does, I think best is really capture the spirit of uh, of the of the era, and like you said, of the romance and just and the-, the Adventure. Yeah, the adventure. of it. Yeah. I, re- I mean, more than anything, like the, just it. It fe- regardless of whatever you can say about the logic or the VFX thing, it was like at never, at no point do you ever doubt that this is what that movie is. Like yeah. it never veers from that. By the way, did you see the Mythbusters episode where they actually did this? Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they redid it again because the president asked them to. Yeah, <laughs> no, 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 that was <laughs> oh, that was Archimedes. Oh, they, yeah. they actually
2: did this where they they said, "Can you light a room with uh, you know one shaft of bounced sunlight?" And it doesn't light up like this, like movie lighting, right? right. But it does. It does it, it, kind of it work. Can make yeah. a dark, completely otherwise dark room completely easy to see that's
3: impressive because even in 99 i was like oh i I, there was the the kind of uh you know magic bean moment where my brain went really and i went shut up just keep watching (laughs) you know not a big deal um because yeah it's like well if it's surely there's certain ambient light but if it's literally just bouncing from mirror to mirror it can't be diffusing all of that
2: light. yeah it's the, I mean here in the in the movie they, they literally you can see other lights kind yeah. of coming on but it's exactly what the end result is exactly what you think is yes it's it does stay to the mirrors it's the spill that, that yeah, right. creates enough ambient to, to, but you literally can it, it will put enough light in a pitch dark room so you can see what's going yeah. on
3: and, and fair enough because I mean you know you look at a pitch dark room in a movie and you can
2: still see what's happening <laughs> yeah, really. so so, that so, so that is so this is just weird. amping it up you know yeah. it's just like there's always that weird blue light in a cave yeah where's that coming from well you know because otherwise it's a fucking black hole and it's not a very interesting movie it's so. a weird
3: black light a blue light in a cave that doesn't seem to help them see any yeah
2: so, so it's yeah, right. it's the light uh cameron always, uh, cameron always <laughs> i think called it once the light of the mind ah uh, yeah hmm. he said uh, you know because like yeah, it's a fucking movie what do you want from me it's like it's <laughs> gonna go there's no actual lights in a cave yeah well there's no john williams music in space shut up yeah <laughs> so
3: Wow, I guess I'm still that drunk because T just brought me like some Five pretzels, bags. all the chips, yeah. yeah, to to kind of <laughs> all try the chips to build the building. It. just Well, Mike, you don't me. even notice
1: that your pants are off. My yeah. God, oh, <laughs> he will later though.
3: I like uh, I. Again, um I haven't listened to the Van Helsing commentary, but I have listened to the Mummy commentary and I love when he points out. He's like, "Yeah, every time they move their guns, that's like 40 guns, the sound of them." <laughs> yeah. And there's like five guys with actual guns, but it just didn't seem right until we just added that many sounds. Yeah, just
2: yeah, all this 500 guns cocking. I think yeah. I think is, I think he mentioned I can't I haven't listened to the commentary in a while, but earlier on there's a scene right at the beginning when um brennan fraser is standing in front of the statue of anubis and all the the tribesmen have their guns on him and and they're about to waste him and and even even the the subtitles it's sound of guns cocking
1: and they're all holding their guns one-handed yeah
2: (laughs) (laughs) so it's just like it just doesn't work without the sound you gotta have
1: that sound i will say i'm cutting a sort of semi-well-known uh obstacle course show currently and uh man when somebody hits the water (laughs) if i don't go sit if if I no if I, if I don't go well, fuck you if I if I don't go six or seven layers of sound design of water splashing on top of the water that we have mic'd splashing. I'll, I'll get a note on it <laughs> every so, splash like, it's like a tsunami I, I just I, <laughs> seriously Blam. every small splash I just like I'm I'm on I'm on A14 now guys can I <laughs> can he, I back off the audio
3: that's the I mean that's the augmented speaking of speaking of Jim Cameron I mean he kind of started that with Terminator 2 with yeah. like every gun was like the sound of 14 oh, guns gee, I see, blow, yeah. blowing yeah. out
1: and here's the thing for including
3: anybody, a cannon here's the <laughs> yeah. thing
1: here's the thing for I mean if you've listened to me talk before you know my biggest like my biggest pet peeve that will make me just want to punch everything is when somebody on screen says lock and load uh but the actual process of doing this you do it once when you change a clip and you're good (laughs) like and yes this is period any kind of single action yes if it's a single action pistol you do need to cock it individually that's why clint eastwood doing that cool thing with his hand over the receiver whenever he was like trying to spray a motherfucker but um but yeah, it's just like I—it's it, so—it just becomes comical at, at a certain point, and I think we've crossed that line and stayed there. I don't think the Matrix movies did anything to ease that. I don't no, think they did anything to alleviate that. It's okay, that but versus. they did lead to Columbine.
0: Whoop.
3: Well, <coughs> But they wait. The Matrix movies weren't like. At least the first one wasn't cocking their guns
1: all
0: the time. No, but just it was great. a lot of a lot of clicking. But Neo does do that oh, thing yeah. where he like hits the side of the gun with his fist. Okay. Well, in, yeah. In terms of sound design, sure.
1: Yeah. Well, okay. And what that is is what you're trying to do is you're trying to make sure, and you'll see it sometimes in Vietnam movies when guys would tap their helmets with the mags. Oh, by
3: the way, the shot. Uh, sorry, the shot oh, where yeah. the uh, the thing falls through. There's a big old scratch in the in the film that. In some versions, it's very clearly there. In some versions, they tried to clean it up, but you can still see it. It's going to happen uh, in about ten seconds. Yeah, you can still see it on um um Brendan Fraser's shirt. Right now, they cleaned it up on the on the tomb there, but you can still kind of see it on his shirt on right. in this shot if you uh if you keep an eye on like his yep see Whoa. right there yeah big old actually they haven't even cleaned it up on the one we're watching Jesus, right now. Jesus, that is but this a is fucking... the collector's edition. DVD. Yeah, wow. So
0: yeah you know that, that that particular there's be fun. film I only
3: watched I, no one was excited about yeah i only <laughs> yeah i only watched it and like i said on some versions i if you if you uh, rent it from itunes they cleaned it up on the tomb because that's what you're looking at or on the sarcophagus but on a shirt they're like no one's looking at that fuck it Nobody's i i
1: funny. will absolutely say this as a former projectionist anytime there's a fuck up on a print the average and by average i mean 90% of, of the audience when they're in the theater will go Oh well, then it's obviously the projector. Yeah, they, they don't yeah. for they, one shot. They can't, can't f- even comprehend the idea. If even that, that, that is not the projector. Uh, the projection is fault. We are still
0: like some movies still do cigarette burns to cue the projector when oh the oh switch. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, nobody gives a shit. Yeah. It's a big fucking blotch. It's a well, big oval on so, the screen. You're, you're so used to that
3: language of cinema yeah. that you see that and you're like, "Well, that's because I'm watching that, a movie." I mean, that's that's, watching what, a that's movie. why that's
2: why people always gripe about you know the holograms in the original Star Wars. It's like, well, that's how you say it's a video, right now to that to the people of that era.
3: Nowadays, nowadays, I do. I'm I work at a lot of places that their bread and butter is like monitor comps and stuff like that. Right, LCD screens they still want scan lines. Yeah, still want them. It makes no yeah. sense, but they still want them because that's how TVs work in the mi- that's a Shark brain thing. Shark that's how brain. TVs work yeah. in the minds of of the the audience. Like they won't believe it's a TV if they're on scanlines.
1: Funny you should mention that. Uh, the <laughs> current show I'm working on, I tried to do a thing where a competitor in a previous season had fucked up, and so to give it like this sort of nightmarish thing i gave it a vhs look Mm. because uh and and just like if only there was a really awesome and comprehensive project available for free on youtube if you
0: just google the useful
1: terms sadly i'm on union uh schedule so i didn't have the uh, i didn't have the luxury of doing that so i just had to use avid sapphire's uh built-in plugin but um which is totally fine but yeah so
0: on the same note though about the, the uh picking up on someone else's shit uh i'm working on a popular show question mark um but there's a particular <laughs> we'll, we'll name all of these later someday <laughs> a particular effect is being done that i don't know anything about the show i don't watch this show i know that i've heard of the show i've seen billboards but i don't have to you know and I, and I see this particular effect and i was surprised to find this effect was in the show at all but i, I look at the i was asked to whatever artist usually does it was out of town And I was asked to do, can you please do her thing that she always does? And I pulled up one of the plates, one of the assets that she builds for this effect. And I'm looking at it going, this is really bad. This could be a lot better. And I was like, I actually had to ask the producers and all the supervisors and then the owner of the company, is it okay if I do this right? Because this (laughs) has not been done right for the last four seasons. And they're like, give us both. And I gave them the one that I mimicked hers, and then I did another one. And they were like, Oh, boy. Can you show her how to do this? (laughs) Those are awkward moments. Yeah. Those are really awkward moments. Ah, I see what just happened, because Eddie's phone just dived in the couch. We had a whole couch phone thing earlier. In any Uh, case... Death couch, the couch that these phones. Picking up up other people's shit, and, and the way that people expect to see a thing is a whole other side of the industry that we never talked about on the show, but God damn it, scan lines on LCD screens. And <laughs> yeah. Shark brains and the whole bit.
2: It's true. I was doing that when I was doing ARC because ARC was, you know, wall-to-wall video screens. And, yeah, and, exactly. Uh, and yes. I, and I was like, you know, going, uh, putting scan lines on. Um, <laughs> scan lines I got from from our old uh, viewfinders from Pink Five, uh, where we did put scan lines on the the macro binoculars, uh, because that's the trope. But um, but my excuse in arc is the equipment is old. I was <laughs> you know, like, wait, wait a minute, this is supposed to be like '80s era technology.
1: And it's not scan lines; it's resolution crystal. No, but it's it's supposed to be scan lines. It's
2: literally old. So I was halfway through going, why am I putting scan lines on? And I was like, oh, wait, because this is supposed to be, this is actually 80s era technology we're looking at.
0: Dude, if you go back and watch the short film Movers that I did, ask yourself, why does it look like it was shot on a really beat to shit eight millimeter camera? (laughs) Yeah. And the answer is, shh. And then question... The answer is oh they, they got old cameras because they weren't actually cameramen. Question well, they, I don't care. I made a, it noisy because it looks better that came way. up. It
2: uh, you know, came up in Van Helsing where it opened in black and white and you know, and it's like Because it's, that's the style. Because yeah. there was Bear in <laughs> mind,
0: the flash forward for the rest of the story is a year later.
2: <laughs> I saw. Actually, this is a sad commentary and people you know, it's already we've mentioned it in other commentaries and it's a thing where, you know, kids today. Will issue black and white movies just because that looks like stupid and old and bad and and so on. And I saw some, one of those happen in the wild, uh, organically, which is really interesting. There was, I think, it was on IO9. They posted these really interesting um, photographs of uh, I forget what they were specifically, but they were like landscapes or something. But they were these you know beautiful, amazing black and white. And, yeah. and one of the comments was, "Why did you turn them? Turn these into black and white?"
0: <laughs> which
2: wow. again, like, you know. You, you literally are empirically unable to appreciate the picture as it is. What's right, funny is I'm totally
0: with you on that, and I'm sure many of the listeners are as well. I'm totally with you on that, and I think mm-hmm. that's weird and whack, <laughs> uh, which means feeble for you posh people. Um, <laughs> or people, people what, born after 93. But what's yeah. crazy is <laughs> whack
2: is the way black people used to talk before white you know, people took that line. I'll have
0: you know I was born before 1993. I got that going for me. But uh, when you see those like the posts where it's like we found these interesting – early photography examples of like russia in 1870 and it's a color picture that also kind of loses freaks, their shit yeah kind of freaks
2: me out i'm like that was another picture you're talking about too the, the lady in the it's, yeah. at the and it's like <gasps> it's fascinating holy
0: shit they yeah. had color yeah what
2: ever see the, what the ones that'll the ones that'll rock your world there's a bunch i, mean, I saw a post where it's like world, you know, world, of world of war II in color those yeah. history channel shows and stuff yeah concentration yeah. camp footage in color Will, screw melt, you up. will melt your brain.
0: Because it's... it's it's, <laughs> And I think that's also a large part of why culturally we have so much ease in distancing ourselves from things that happened yeah. so recently. Like Louis C.K. has a bit about, slavery was 150, <laughs> so many, not 200,000. Grandma, a grandma's grandma, yeah. And yeah. all that stuff. I wonder how much of that has to do with the fact that we have a very strong cultural association it's, with black and white being a million years ago. Yeah.
3: serious, it's... A, honestly, I saw a, a photo... Someone posted a photo on Facebook of one of the... Um, during the civil rights movement, one of the yeah. sit-ins at like one of those... The counters, one of the segregated colors. counters. No, it was in black and white, but it was it was you know it was people like you know, know it like, was a still it, they're pouring milkshake on, someone pouring milk on, head, on yeah. someone's head and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah you I've saw the same picture, but they were saying this was fifty years ago today. Fifty years ago, only fifty years. Yeah, and I'm and I'm sitting here thinking, fucking the Super Mario Brothers movie was twenty. Like Ugh. 50 is not that far <laughs> it's away. Not at all. <laughs> somebody, somebody, and yet, because it's black and white, like you say, we have this distance from it. The, not, gov- the not, government, not I believe, logically,
1: I, but emotionally, I,
2: I, mean, I believe yeah. the government is still paying, if not, it was only within the past few years, um, is still paying Civil War pensions. Yeah. Huh. Because oh, uh, because of very old Civil War veterans who've married very young women wow. at yeah. the ends of their lives. And some of those women right. are still around. <laughs> and there were until just a very few years ago. Uh,
1: nice work, ladies. There was a yeah. – there. somebody recently posted – they found um, – they went through their grandparents' house and found Super 8 color footage, film footage that somebody had shot in the audience – of I Love Lucy. Yes, I, that's, then, yeah, that's, that's been on then YouTube. And they, and then they cannot deal with even imagining. They cross cut really that with the actual episode in which it aired. Uh, it's like, really fun. It's it it so will melt, melt like, your brain because yeah. you're like, no, she shouldn't look that way. No, stop it, yeah. stop it. Stop her stop hair, it. her hair really is red, and fire engine red. Yeah. not only like that, but like uh, these, they're, they're, but they're, they're, it made the, you the, realize the, the sets for that show were amazing. Yeah,
2: the, like the Ricardo's houses, their their walls are colored this amazing like olive color yeah. it's really kind and no, of like, the, wow but
1: the, the, the set that blew my mind was uh, Ricky's Nightclub. oh the Tropicana the Tropicana whatever, was yeah. insane it's like Babalu. there is yeah. an insane I mean the black and white I will say it does sort of and and specifically the cameras it works in black and white no 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 it works in black and white but it completely flattened that yeah. image out and, that's, and also the fact that the footage was shot from the audience so you really see the depth of it better no. and, and not just the head on camera my favorite like, thing oh. is if you ever go back
0: and I saw some dude on YouTube had gone through and Done a, you know, as ornate as a, uh, a visual effects project as my visual effects thing that you can, blah, blah, blah. okay, uh, my, my VHS thing um, was the joke that I screwed up. In any case, as, as much spa- time okay, as I spent here. on that shit, someone else spent that much time painstakingly mimicking exactly what you would see on a black and white television if you watched original series Star Trek. And Trey's made this yeah. point before. Yeah, that's, that's why it looks like that now. That's why because it looks weird Because when now. you watch it in color, it's like weird and pastel and kind yeah,
2: of Why are those pastel shafts of light on the go, back wall? Go,
0: go pop that into black and white the way it would have been then. Don't just desaturate it, but pop it into black and white like that. And it's suddenly a very handsome show. It yeah. has this very specific look to it that works. And it doesn't look so much like an episode of Barney.
3: Well it's it's very much like uh like you were talking about we were just discussing it on the uh, The mummy
0: is a great movie.
2: <laughs> we just, yeah, I was um, I'm watching it just in case yeah. if something happens that we can talk yeah, about. Yeah, we
3: were just discussing it on Keep the Van Helsing out. commentary the black and white where if you're I mean you were talking about how to specifically turn color not intended for black and white Don't into, just dial
0: down the saturation, you're doing <clears> it wrong. Yeah, you're
3: tw- you're tweaking the levels and stuff like that. But also if you're going to shoot in color but it's going to go to black and white, it's like well you can design it so that you, can, you pick weird colors, but that's because when they turn black and white, there's a really nice contrast that they'll play off yeah. in black and
0: white. And not to mention, take that concept and take it to the next level. And this is where you start to get into the really fun part of color correction and also visual effects and also cinematography design uh, theory. You can also light it bat shit insane <laughs> such that you can adjust the black and white later like right. for instance and just to explain the point you don't do this on set but something like this but to explain the point there is an RGB pass that you'll do in CG quite a bit where you light the scene key light fill light and second key or rim in red yeah green and blue which gives you the ability later to dial your channels and say mm. I only want to see light from that angle so you can take a full render of the shot that's done And subtract everything but what light would be coming from this particular angle and get the right fall off. And you basically get three different lighting scenarios for free out of one pass. You can do that the same thing with lights where if you light over here with red, over there with green, over there with blue and just start adjusting your channels, you can completely change the lighting of a scene when you're doing a black and white thing just by going, I want to get this much of the light that the red was getting and like this much of the green just to kind of fill up a little bit. And you can balance your light however you want to when you're doing that sort of thing. And it's the same shit that was happening with the black and white Star Trek stuff and I Love Lucy where you boil it down to at the time they were like, some people have color TVs, most have black and white. The color TV, eh, fuck those guys. And the black and white's going to look right. And when you look at what the color image was, it's like flat and weird and the color choices are odd. Black and white? Totally works.
1: Let me ask a sort which of reminds
0: like, me rather of our Lord the Mummy. Well,
1: no, <laughs> and, and to get it to, uh, back on this, let me ask sort of just a general question I've been thinking about since I've been rewatching this. Yeah, basically every movie that involves a mummy, whether it's the original, I mean, we can say it was a Carloff movie, the original Carloff movie, ah. or Carloff was in all of those, or this. Is you, there you it a was mummy, Karloff or Cheney? Basically, yeah. 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 Is, is there a way to tell a a mummy movie? Without it, without the setup essentially being Pandora's box, like where it's like, oh, let's go digging around here. Oh, oh, we let loose this bad thing. And then we have to deal with it. Like, is there a way to do? Well, the only distinction I come to that? immediately is you're asking a question. Is unless you have that setup in your story
0: framing, is there a distinction between a mummy and a zombie? Because the mummy, the point of the mummy is you get you get the whole weird scary plague thing going on right. with them while they're well, the like, breaking of, havoc, and it's like I didn't know what I was doing and look what I've done. The curse, curse. of the curse of Tut's tomb is really right. probably yeah. What if, you that away, inspired by that, if you take that away, if you take that away, is there a distinction between a mummy and any other undead character? I think the only thing is is you're always in a movie story. The only thing you're, you're fighting the why now?
2: It's yeah. like, he's been dead for centuries. Why is he getting up and walking around today? And and. You know, it, it, I've, I think there certainly have been movies where the mummy has been sitting in the museum for a hundred years, and, and then like he's a, he's, he's yeah. never been any trouble until now. So, for what, so like but, the moon crosses, but you need the inciting thing, event, yeah, or it's been yeah. for, you know whatever. So you don't necessarily have to have the oh my gosh, he's been buried in secret. You don't have to have that, but you still have to have the well. Then why is why
1: is the day the day that I he's that. gonna get up? I get that. I'm just trying to wonder if there, if there's ever been because I'm trying to think and I can't remember certainly reason that'd be a memory. fun
3: movie where they have a mummy in like a museum and they and every five years they the, oh they know yeah. they just do like a ritual to keep him down he and
2: is, then someone is that, the that's, that's when you put the new guy on the night shift yeah. that's, that's not in the museum that's how we haze that's in the museum yeah that's basically Tom Lennon and museum. Ben Girard are kind
1: of pissed now but like uh, I, I wouldn't mind if it was just like we have to rob a bank I know, unkillable zombie. Let's go get him and unleash him there. Like you know what I mean. Like as opposed to just bumbling around for history and whoopsie. You know what I mean. Like as as unintended consequences. Like I I would love I, I would love to see somebody else move the ball forward. I guess when it comes to like the mythos because there's like, lots. Of, I mean, like
2: harnessing is harnessing a mummy. Yeah,
1: like intentionally, like or intentionally trying to do like, that. Well, there. I
2: think of, you know the caper comedy where it's like the mummy comes to life and it's like I want my gold. It's like okay. You scratch my back and I'll scratch yours. Right. Here's how we're going to do this. Right. And the mummy becomes your unkillable yeah. sidekick on your you totally. know, caper. You,
3: you want your gold. Cool. I want 10%. That's all. That's all. That's That's just all. 10%. 10%. We're gonna Are
2: we going to take you where the gold is? It's called the New York Gold Depository.
0: We're totally drifting from the movie, but now in my head I'm trying to draw <laughs> We're talking about mummies. we're getting back. No, no. I'm going to stay on mummies. I'm going to stay on mummies. But now in my head I'm drawing this odd Venn diagram where I'm trying to figure out exactly what's going on with the universal monsters where... Vampires and uh, zombies, we're gonna throw in because they need to be there, but they're not part of that. But zombies and vampires have are gonna take you and make you like them, going for them. Yeah. The vampire. The distinction there is that vampires are smart and sentient, and zombies are these mindless horde. But then you've got like Wolfman and Wolfman Mummy, make, which is Wolf people man became like something him. else will and also can't control it. you. Yeah. A wolf man, will tear you into a werewolf. Okay. But you have a bunch of will will infect you and change you. But then mummy is not that. Mummy is just scary undead, but not gonna convert you undead. Well,
3: mummy used to, I think mummy Frankenstein before Frankenstein
0: is the undead, but he's sympathetic but scary. Mummy before used to, well, mummy well Frankenstein's the original a monster
3: mummy and then the original used to story. kill you. Now it will actually make you a part of it. So that's a, kind assimilation of assimilation is thing. creepy. Yeah. 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 Assimilation is creepy. The Frankenstein monster was always about just fear of the unknown, because he never wanted to... Yeah, he
0: wasn't do anything. aggressive. Yeah, he, that, just, he was not aggressive emotionally. It's, it's
3: actually like he says in Van Helsing. It's like, all he wants is to exist, and nobody else seems cool with that. That's the real
0: problem for the Frankenstein La- monster. Where does the creature come in?
1: From Black Lagoon?
0: Where does he come in? Is, is he just another, like, Frankenstein unknown? No, but yeah. he attacks people. He attacks people, he's, just, but, he's, he's like
2: a wild animal. He's like a yeah. crocodile I that walks
1: on two legs. He's I just, also think uh, pre-spaceflight, the we were just beginning to understand just how damn deep the ocean went at that point. So the idea of there being unimaginable horrors in the deeps—it was, like was like a proto abyss sort of story. Co- going well, on. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, there just, could be
2: human people underneath that, the water. That, I
1: mean, the the, the the Atlantis and you know kraken you know Krakens and everything else that all that bad shit that could possibly live down there um so i think it's that and the idea of what if it's a guy that's basically us but just a, a fish us and he's awesome and bet you know he can kill all of
0: us well if you had to boil it down then i guess it, be, it, it comes down to fish basically us. two categories
1: <laughs> he's us but he's fish us there that's are, gonna be the fifth there, podcast there are, from he's vicious friend, and fish us.
0: there are two categories of the old universal <laughs> movie <monsters. laughs> thank you mike there are scary attackers and there are assimilator converters Basically. Well, no, unimaginable horrors like just uh, and, and just well, like well, they're all unimaginable, unimaginable horrors. Well, no, but, like, okay. but they have to attack you. Right? Like, yeah. They're like, going to attack you. But, but like, I mean, like to see like, the
2: monster movie where it's like this hideous Lovecraftian and he's piece. going, he's going we'll, to crochet we'll, for a while. And yeah, like, He what? will sit on your lawn and
1: and loiter and, and got, until the sun you've, goes down. But you've got zombies <laughs> and Larry. <laughs> that's it. a fucking movie right there. Because you can spend a whole act of them just going, he hasn't fucking done anything. Like, do we do? Do we attack him? That's a big Why do you think
2: it's going to just because it's ugly?
1: Where do you get this from? Well, that's the
2: that's
3: the thing that I love about um randomly about uh, Harry Potter, the fifth one, Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. It's like, nothing is happening, but just because they live in this world, they're like, something has to be
0: happening, you guys. Something <laughs> wrong is something going bad on bad is here. going on. Hold on, I'm still on this. You've got Larry Talbot, and you've got Dracula, and you've got zombies, and then to a lesser extent, Jekyll and Hyde are all playing with these transformation of you horror stories. And then sure. you've got Black yeah, Lagoon Jekyll and, and King Kong and the Mummy, who are all these scary attacker types.
1: I just wonder... Are we playing a role-playing game? Like, what are you trying yeah. to... No, I'm just trying <laughs> to... The cat- I'm, I'm the trying class? to categorize
0: because the sort of classic stable of these universal movie monsters are all one of basically two things. And... Uh, uh, culture- well, they're, but they're different thematically. Yeah. Thematically. The point of, like, Jekyll and Hyde is alcoholism. The point of v- vampires... Well, when Anne Rice showed up was Sex. No, the that, vampires have always been about sex. Really? Always. Yeah, as and okay. as, as, and we all the more so. Puberty. So be afraid yeah, of yeah. alcoholism. Be afraid of
1: sex. Where do we get... To, now, what's going on with the wolf man? Wolf is puberty. puberty. Actually, no. Actually, I think... I truly believe uh, the whole mummy thing is like... The I, I mean, because there, especially in like Protestant, the uh, belief, the idea is that you shouldn't never die wealthy. You know what I mean? So I think there is this whole this whole I, revulsion of the idea, of, and then tying you know, in with the, the dead Commons, the, the a,
2: whole idea of you know to, to disturb the dead. Yeah, disturbing the disturb dead, the yeah. dead. And you know, it's like okay, dying wealthy might be bad, might depending on you know which which religion you practice, but, but disturbing to, the but, is universally but, but, bad. <laughs> but to but to rob the grave of the wealthy and go, oh well, look, yeah. he had gold and walk off with it, that's going to be some trouble. Yeah, you know that's that's just that's just basic you know karmic retribution. I also have some advice for the
1: gun lobby actually uh, if, if they yeah here. no don't help. finally no, 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 he, hold on. finally the mummy's in this movie <laughs> yeah
2: he's uh, finally showing up in the movie if after an hour
3: you yeah. guys. Or not, not, an hour and four minutes isn't, and this, this
1: isn't for the gun lobby I should say it's for producers if you're afraid that if you want to have a lot of gunplay but you don't want people to complain that there's too much gunplay have them shoot bugs a movie where they do yeah, nothing sure. but shoot bugs. no one will care <laughs> no one will fucking care they'll they'll be like give me a gun and I right. will fucking shoot them like, well
3: that's why I mean and that's why you know in the prequels they kill a bunch of droids and stuff so that nobody No, I'm saying it. bugs oh, like oh, yeah. everybody hates
1: fucking bugs. hates bugs and will do whatever they can to inflict death upon I'm,
3: them. I missed this initially as to as to why um speaking finally of the, of the actual Back movie, to the movie. Um initially why this happened he confuses her initially. What saves her is he confuses her for Anaxu moon because yeah. he just took the guy with the worst eyesight. Yes, he took his eyes, <laughs> yeah. so he can't see well. Later, he re- because he's regenerating, he gets better and he can tell. Oh no, you're not her. You're, <laughs> you're just, not her. I'll just use her for a for a sacrifice. But here he can barely see, <laughs> yeah. and so that's the guy. I love you. Yeah, that's a that's a. It's understated, so it's easy to miss. <laughs> but that's what's going on here that's a great
2: little understated character.
1: in the mummy yeah, yeah i, I know.
2: know there's some great little touches in this, in this i
3: movie.
1: really do like the little details on all of him this is a perfect example i like the way he just yeah. spins and falls like this <laughs> is a good example Classic. of like of like noticeable detail work as opposed to busy detail work like uh like uh transformers where it's like there's too much shit happening on yep. them especially when you have three or more of them on screen you're like there's just Gears moving. I, and saw, I, just don't, I saw on
3: Twitter someone describing yes, it as I saw a, a, a a drum set being thrown down a flight of stairs. That's the Transformers <laughs> movies. Yeah. But
1: pretty, you were sorry. You were saying no. You're no. It, like this is just like I don't know if it's the color palette or just like the fact that your your eye only goes to like maybe two or three other places as opposed to Transformers, where it's like uh, there's exposed joints yeah. and they're all doing something and they're all busy and moving in the same direction.
3: Because well, because everything's moving. Whereas whereas <laughs> with the mummy, it's it's. It's based on Arnold Vosloo's performance, you right. know. It's not it, I, the technology I sh- limits it in their right. favor. I, think. I should, I should, yeah, I should take back what I said before. It's not that there's n- there there's not performance capture. It's not to the level of sophistication we have today, where it's like they can get the entire body and the the minute details of like the fingers and face all at once now. Um, but the but the kind of gross movements of his body, they were able to capture right. at the time, and and so you see that in the performance of the mummy, and because. Because it's a human performance and not this wild, like everything's transforming and moving and stuff like that. You're having the same human response where it's like you're looking at the eyes and you're looking right. at the performance and what's going on. And you right. get the sense in your periphery that what's going on is, is human. And if you look at him, you know, he's clearly, and, and Summers talks about this in the commentary. He's clearly not a guy in a suit. You can see straight through yeah, him. That was yeah. the whole
2: point of doing it at, this way. Yeah. So.
3: And that was the whole point. But you, you're still looking where you would with a human and that is kind of the triumph of this character in a way because you're not looking around and going wow what amazing effects you're looking at him as a character i think
2: i think the uh I, is a great gag i think the uh, well i think the subtitles are going to do a thing if i'm remembering this correctly is yes it says chanting. it is a, but then but then check the next one i think
0: it says
1: chanting in arabic yeah no okay
2: okay but this next one speak okay. Chinese, Chinese. <laughs> he's
1: got a buddha of course
0: He's checking all of the different cultures. Yeah. Then this is going to be different. Is 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 this a a
2: Blu-ray or what is this? It's a DVD. It's a DVD. Okay. I think this might be a different copy than I'm thinking of. Either I'm I'm misremembering and then he's going to do Hebrew. Speaking Hebrew, yeah. Uh, I think I've seen a version of this. It might be my version. It might be a different version. But when he goes to Chinese, it says gibberish.
0: Oh. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and I was
3: like, hey, oh, no. I've seen I've seen other I've seen other de- like like subtitles where I'm like That's pretty says, racist though too. Gibberish. No,
0: that just that got real racist real fast, Eddie. No. What? It, it is really it, what, the, it, the, of the characters? No, what? he tries three is, different cultures.
1: No, no, but he's and then he says, "Here's I, some gold." Have yeah. some like, goals. I mean, yeah, the character is racist because. Well, yeah, because he, I mean, well he's the, he's the villain. It's okay yeah, that it's, he's it's okay,
0: racist. he's racist. And he's yeah. not, it's a joke. But whatever. But he yeah.
2: is <laughs> uh, Mummies are so racist. I
0: was I'm sorry,
3: I've been over hey, Excuse me. He's from a different time. Yeah. You okay. have to understand
0: culturally that's he's okay. really nice otherwise. Where he yeah. comes from,
2: that's okay. Yeah. <laughs>
0: he's really good to his family. No, I know I've been um I've been over here thinking about this and I know everyone else was past it, but I was trying to figure out if, under the previously established set of sort of paradigm terminology, what's what's the thing with Frankenstein? And I I, I really worked on it i think the answer to why frankenstein is scary is you don't know what he wants you know no, you know what dracula wants no, frankenstein
2: no. is there are things that man should not do and creating right. life is it,
0: well that's it, one of them creating life and but, and, but like, that's the horror of his creation but, why, but also why chopping he up the body scary? specifically you don't know what he wants to do no with
2: no you. no. well we're talking about actual frankenstein the the actual reason for the of the myth of frankenstein is he has no soul he yeah. can't help but be evil yeah He's automatically evil because then, he, God did not make him. But because,
3: then later in the story of Frankenstein, it's more that we are the villains because we refuse to even. It's a, try it's a, to it's a pre him. Shrek, but Shrek it's. Fast. I mean,
2: Frankenstein is Frankenstein is a reboot of Faust. Yeah, and Faust is the deal with the devil. If you make a deal with the devil. Um, but Bo- it's all. It's also um. Bo-
0: I'm but, trying to figure. I I I feel like I should have read Mary Shelley or yeah. seen some of these movies. But what
1: about also and also the, and also the golem? His, actually,
2: is, um, I'm sorry, I mean, it's, it's not so much Faust. Faust that was a misgu- Faust, golem. Is, golem, Faust yeah. It's the golem.
1: Yeah, because there's no there's no devil figure. In You're that. right.
2: Yeah. I, I meant the golem. Sorry, pardon me. Erase that golem. Golem. But golem. the golem. His, but the, erase but, that letter. But that is the, the that is the 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 thematic idea yeah. of the golem is. It is a creature. I mean, and the golem is built for is created for a good purpose. You know, the golem yeah. is is created by Jewish
1: rabbis to stop the you know mm-hmm. other people from persecuting them and murdering them all. It's a piece of paper written on a thing put inside of it that brings it to life. Exactly. Yeah, it's, I, the, it's, the, it's, the version I read, it's written on its forehead. But what is? Yeah, there are various
2: things. But the re- but the but the, but the story, the way the golem story ends is, yes, it kills all the evil Cossacks, and then it turns around and kills all the villagers too mm-hmm. because it has no soul. Is, so Frank- it doesn't know good and evil.
0: It'll just kill. Is Frankenstein equivalent? To Hal, if we adjust for years here. I mean,
2: Hal-, is- Hal is the reason that people automatically go, yeah, Hal, that's messed up and he should be killed. Is Frankenstein because Hal has no soul either. So Hal can't I mean it's it's very common. It's 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 the anti-science vein that runs through any it's, of those it's kind a, of stories. A big if it has yeah. no soul, it's going to turn evil. It automatically will turn evil. That's There's a, no doubt about it. It's that's automa- the automa- iRobot movie. It's for given. You, it's a yeah. given that if you create artificial life, you are making a bargain with Satan because you we, are t- it, you're well, trying to take on the the one thing that God does that we know that we can't do and shouldn't then do.
0: I was close because let me adjust my term a bit <sighs> to adjust but to corroborate because it was what I was thinking I said it's you don't know what he wants I think it's you don't know his motivations you don't understand why he will operate the way he's, he clearly will and that's terrifying because if it's Frankenstein even though he doesn't I don't think demonstrate particularly like anti uh, antipath antipathic uh, tendencies or anything like that he's just you don't know What's motivating him? Because he was just created wholesale right now. He's brand new. Yeah. And, and he's you're, like a you're toddler, worried, but you, six feet tall. Exactly. And that's, you're that's worried the most scary that thing he's, he's all powerful yeah. and you don't know exactly what's going to motivate his next move. Well, again, you know, things change over time. The, the, the original. I'm just trying to figure out the, concept concept the culture of, the
2: of all these scary different Frankenstein things. is, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a done deal. It's like you created life. Well, that's your ass then because that's God's business and you have no business. There are things man is not meant to do. That's the original Frankenstein. Now, nowadays, you'll often see it flipped around. Because we have a different a sense of you know, right and wrong and enlightenment. Zeitgeist, blah, blah, blah. Where, yeah, where people will, will say, you know, where Frankenstein gets to go, hey, what's up with you crazy people? I'm not doing anything. You're trying to kill me. Who's the real evil here? Right. You know, where Frankenstein will like tell us that we're being douchebags. But that's a new version of Frankenstein. The original Frankenstein that extends all the way to hell and beyond is, you created an artificial being,
0: you've created evil. Right, because it has no soul. Exactly. Okay, so and hence
1: uh, fear of cloning, and hence fear of blah 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 blah. Yeah,
0: exactly. And, yeah.
1: That's crazy how you can the, boil the, it the down idea that is that The idea is that the idea is that you know, whatever God, uh, the idea is that if God creates you, He creates you with a soul because having a soul and therefore having that connection to the divine is the only way you know right from wrong. Wait a yeah. second, what does that make angels? Well, angels, same thing. God created God, those. God created those. angels. He created those.
0: But angels were born with vengeance and revenge. Don't try and oh, no, think no, no, about it. Are using sense? Legion as canon? No, but weren't angels? Born? No, but no. I mean, if you start children, if you not start not asking service, questions like, about well, uh, whatever, whatever. There is they an make, answer to that. That's there's a thing not, about no,
3: how no, no. angels don't have free will, no, no, no. but then how Mike, did Mike Satan rebel right, and Mike blah, is, blah, blah, is so,
2: right. I'm, I'm conflating yeah. different okay. culture here. Yeah. But, oh, but, you're, so you're saying that Christian mythology has contradictions?
0: No, <laughs> right, of course not. Yeah, no, that's and if you look at a banana, yeah. No, but it's just interesting that when you look at it in those terms, because it was very interesting. I've never actually had that conversation before. Where Frankenstein is fear of the created unknown. Uh, Black Lagoon, we still haven't figured it out. Wolf that's just straight, puberty. That's just straight monster. Just monster, literally shit. monster. Right. Like, that's an evil vampire beast. is sex and or as someone yeah, in the chat yeah, room pointed game. out, the vampire is also tuberculosis, which same diff. Um, it is there is there is a disease. There is a, a fear eventually.
2: of d- disease aspect to the vampire. And what's hour, yeah.
0: crazy is when you take that all into context and assimilate that. I mean, there was our hero like hero trailer shot just now. I'm sorry. Yeah. When you take that into a disease and it's the really, one that they use for for the Maya website, it's really really fascinating when you take all of that as all right from 1860 to 1925 those are your those are your big guys and then you look at the 1950s and you start getting zombies what an interesting evolution of adding a new character to the canon and this paradigm of the the things that we're totally afraid of distilled into a thing someone coming in as an unknown horde automatons that scare the shit out of you and just want to pull well, you apart and, but it's not also, to mention body
3: snatchers well it's also interesting again zombies body snatchers all showed up around the same time yeah. as orwell in 1984 it's all a, a you know a fear of it's a fear of being assimil it's an assimilation thing it's yeah. a fear of being assimilated into a communism specifically but just in general of kind of body snatchers
0: as you won't know if they're if they're reds and and they'll and zombies, make you one of them and zombies is with their magic the <laughs> unthinking powers. horde that opposes you want yeah. to assimilate you and you will not know until it's too late
2: yeah it's
3: just, or they'll just keep coming at you. It, as it as it you just have zombies. It's just, are, zombies,
2: zombies have, have kind of you know can be imprinted in a lot of different ways. It's I true. Mean, it's I a, mean George, uh, George, the guy who invented the modern zombie. I mean you know zombies, zombies you know Romero, just, as though. a word, and you know voodoo and Hating. Universal had zombie movies. I walked with a zombie and things like that. But though those weren't the undead zombies, the ghouls as Romero actually called them. But they were the literal voodoo zombies whereas a, a yeah. zombie is just a person who you have taken away their free will and they will do what you you know they're, they're your slave
3: which if anyone's interested the movie the serpent
2: and the rainbow yeah, uses all, all about, kinds of is all about that um romero himself depending regardless of whatever other versions people have romero has said that his zombie movies from the get-go are about um basically his his whole thing um is about um how one culture reacts when it's overthrown by a different culture with a new set of values. Yeah. Um, and uh, <laughs> literally, that's it. I mean, literally, it's like if you go back to these strict, you know, well, life doesn't care. It's like, well, these zombies, they you know, it's a weird divergence from the evolutionary path, but they clearly are mostly superior. I mean, yeah. their life that can't die, that's probably going to win in the end. If that <laughs> If that actually comes out, if that actually pops out in the real world where something that, can't die well uh, evolutionarily that's going to win it has to if it can't be killed so so the the idea is that you know people are resisting this life on earth is changing when really it's like well but really that's how it works there's no fighting this there's no way to stop it so and then and then proceeds to diverge into exploring how different people react to it well how should we deal
0: with it you know the dawn of the dead is all about consumerism is about you know that's, but that's what I was thinking it's just it's odd that these original the original uni monsters and I swear to god we're gonna get back to the mummy in a second yeah, that's where I'm going it's, but it's the, gonna be the original thing, uni man. monsters are all these very basic sort of uh, for lack of a better word primal fears yeah. and when you get into the 50s with the snatchers and with zombies you start to get more cerebrally complicated and, uh, and frightening I don't think content. so fear,
2: the fear of the outsider is a pretty, is yeah. a pretty I guess that's fear. fine
0: so now where does this come back it's with, like with regards to mummies? Fear, yeah, yeah really. What were the, the, the particular cultural incarnation of mummies we have now? Because bear in mind, mummies were there when America was being founded. They were there in the crusades. Like mummies have been around for 4,000 years. But They've been sitting there in holes. They been, we well, just started they been doing this there? shit we're, with mummies recently. What are we doing with mummies? We were only so – but you have to keep
3: in mind as well, It's it's hard to remember in the internet age. But it's like there was a time when something happened in Egypt. You didn't know about it. You know, yeah. it it may have been three thousand years old, but no one was talking about it. You never heard about it in your well, entire life.
0: Sure, and take that into account. But what are we what are we doing culturally with mummies to well, get this particular monster? King Tut's tomb, mummy. Is it, is King just, King, Tut, King Tut's tomb was in the
2: nineteen twenties,
0: and that was like a Carter, Carter and all those, Yeah, yes. and
2: Universal turned around and said, well, a, the, "People are talking about mummies. People but, are aware of mummies." But
0: like yeah. old curses and and bringing back like is it is it that's that's conceptually that's in common. You know, a step removed, but is it basically conceptually bringing back plagues and biblical shit? Like by the way, this can happen to you now if you bring back these guys. Is that, is that the, the fear? I don't think the biblical
3: thing was in the 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 uni mummy, the original yeah. one. That that was a new thing that they the added uni- here because yeah. people are because people now make that association. You say Egypt, they're like, Oh, the slaves, the pyramids, the the ten plagues the, of Egypt. The Jews. That's the thing, the Jews. It's always yeah. about the Jews. So um So yeah, I think that's that was definitely a modern invention. This was right around the same time as Prince of Egypt, a movie all about the Ten Plagues, so um, I I wonder if that had anything to do. with But it. is Probably is, not,
0: is right. mummies? Is it purely cashing in on a, on a current thing at the time? Is it just? I, I think mummies that, that, that incarnation is yeah. A, yeah, there's yeah.
3: a. I mean, there's because there's, well, there's a thing where where everybody you know that everybody g- goes through period where they're fascinated by like dinosaurs and, and Jurassic Park tapped into that. I think everybody goes through a period where they're fascinated by like Egyptology and it, like
2: yeah, that whole... People network. who have been there for thousands we started, of years but they're still there. When we yeah. started robbing the tombs in, in Egypt and, you know, as, as uh, Eddie was saying earlier, it's like, you know, if you if you've been to you know if you've been to Saskatchewan everyone wants to have you at their dinner party mm-hmm. people were bringing back mummies from you know here's I found this, look it's a fucking mummy you you had a speaking tour for the next five years it's our new coffee table you know it's like you you were gonna make you were gonna make a mint if you, if you could come if you brought back a mummy to the United States because you weren't gonna go on the Leno show and spoil it in one night you literally could that's tour, it you literally could tour for the rest of your life with your yeah. mummy that's the mummy thing so and the mummy thing
0: money. is you're bringing back this for is it's the, disturbing the dead exactly disturbing the day. exactly as near as makes no difference you're bringing back something from ages ago. Yeah, it's atavistic. It's this thing that n- has not happened in generations and yet you're bringing it back and you're bringing back the weird mystique of that culture. So it's like what weird ass curse shit that I've been hearing about from the Bible and from yeah. other stories about weirdo curses and tombs and pharaohs are, yeah. is going to come back when I open this goddamn box. There were the flies that, covered. That by in, the way, that the was a shot that I, I, yeah. I
2: do not think I think I mentioned that Van Helsing commentary, but Summers points out that yeah, those extras. extras were literally local extras and he hated their performance so he just had
0: them completely covered with digital flies. And we're done because that's how we got onto this thing in the first place. <laughs> Someone asked the question, is there any way to tell a mummy story without having it be a Story about Pandora's box, and I think the answer is no. no. <laughs> That's exactly why yeah. it's a thing.
2: Because it has to be, you know, something. You're, something br- you're about bringing the, something out. The that mummy concept be out. is is about if you disturb the dead, if you're somehow desec- it's desecration, you are desecrating the tomb hey, of a of the dead person. You know, I would say it's, it's not in a, when it's wrapped in bandages and comes from Egypt, it's a mummy. If it, it's a ghost right. story, if it's from you know yeah. from from somewhere else, it's like you disturb. If it's in Japan, it's a girl with stringy hair coming out of a hole. <laughs> but it's all about don't disturb the dead. Yeah, <laughs>
0: that's great. That's don't that's,
3: fuck that's, with that's the interesting. Dead. That's, that's super the, cool. That m- that the mummy and ghost stories are essentially the same.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, it's responding about, to you know, the same thing. Yeah. Eddie, you've been oddly it's, it's, quiet. Uh, Do you, uh, you find us all uh, uh, to be uh, mummy? I've been uh, soaking a it in is a
2: mummy as a mummy is a ghost who's still in the original packaging. Yeah. Yeah. That's got of how that the, works.
0: Yeah,
3: here's the big. He's uh, an original package, shot. Steve Austin. Yeah. You guys, the big shot where they were showing this, yeah. you know, and and went through all these iterations and it's, it's A lot of yeah, a lot of a
1: lot of compositing. It's and all that kind of stuff. And at this point, they were like at ninety percent, Arnold Voslo. Yeah, so.
2: Yeah, except see his jaw isn't actually moving inside. Also,
0: not an original uni movie monster, but just so everyone knows, and I think we all agree... After the mummy came out, we were all afraid of scarab beetles.
1: <laughs> like uh, you weren't before? Like, is, <laughs> I'm just saying. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, th-
0: you know, the same way that velociraptors weren't really like that, scarab beetles weren't really like that, but no. they're close enough where it's like, oh, I'm scared of those forever now. I, You know,
2: beetles are worth being scary if they're that big. because c- Beetles eat carrion. That's what they, they do. So they're flesh eaters. So if you 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 know, if you got a beetle that big on Dude, you, he might well take I a nip. I mean, they're,
1: they're no isopod. But, you don't need yeah, to tell me to be afraid
2: in. of large bugs. Yeah,
0: really.
1: That Temple of Doom scene. Sc- Finally, fucks Honorable, me up. Honorable ladies and gentlemen, yeah. the star of the movie, has, has, has
2: arrived after a brief uh,
1: visit in the prequel, Dakota. He should figure out by now that it's not his actual yeah. role.
3: But interestingly, uh, it's it's worth pointing out. I mean, we pointed out how late the mummy. Uh, even appeared in this movie. It was like an hour in. We're only about 15 minutes from that point, and it has accelerated significantly. <laughs> yeah. It took a while to get the mummy out, the, out of here, uh, you know, out of the tomb, but once he did, boy, howdy. No. He,
2: now he's he's been busy. He's not wasting no time. He's making up for lost time. I like the touch with the cat.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the cat bit is funny. Yeah. Look what I got. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, <gasps> <laughs> yeah. Which by the way, although we don't think of it in these terms, that's also racist, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. As if like, I obviously they worship cats ish. It's not like it's going to be like you you bring up a cat and they're freaking out. It'd be as if in 3000 years you like oh. have this like you've brought this like uh, cats it's, again, it's ob- really? It's cats. I, was ma- I was gonna make a, a racist joke and it would just sound racist, bas- but I'm making a <laughs> racist point. It'd be like in three thousand years, if you bring a black person out, and then the the white lead character is like, the look ghost. what I got, and it's a watermelon. Like, ah, well, look what I got. This well, is but, your but, thing, right? But
2: you're you're precluding what this movie presumed, which is all that shit is real. Yeah, I guess. It's so. like they talk like about the the white cat is you know has the souls of the whatever. I mean, they explained that. Yeah, it's yeah. not yeah. all cats. It's, it's not. White cats. It's not like it's great, a guardian. Great googamuga as the phrase of cats. I mean, he's an animated mummy. This shit is true. Yeah. Yeah, the, sure. cats are,
3: the cats are the the the. They say specifically, the cats are the guardians of the underworld. So the 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 cat has a connection to the underworld. If a cat is there, he has a, a
2: greater chance of the underworld coming for him. Yeah. Basically, it's, it's like Constantine. Constantine knows that shit. Cats are half in, half yeah. out, man. Uh, yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> they're the,
0: they're the gateway. Your appeal somewhere, to authority based on the movie Constantine yeah, has worked yeah. on me somewhere in here.
3: Uh, like you said there, uh, yeah, the the one on the left of Benny right there, screen left of yeah. Benny, his eyes were painted out because he kept looking at the camera.
2: Yeah. Uh, Stephen Summers kept complaining they, about the extras. They, they literally <laughs> digitally gave him no eyes because he couldn't stop looking at the camera. Look at Cheap Hugh Laurie. <laughs> well.
3: He's actually like a major actor in, he is, very, in the UK. We just don't know him over here other than like this but apparently like Rachel Weiss was very intimidated by working with him oh, early wow. on because he was yeah. like a
0: major he's the Alec Guinness of the mummy yeah yeah it kind of is yeah <laughs>
1: the Alec there's a
2: scene coming up with him again it's from the Summers commentary where he um, when he joins the mob when uh, you know he, he, gets, oh, yeah. he gets overrun by the mob and he has to pretend like he's a zombie with them and, and blend in That he was really reluctant to that because he he thought he's like, Summers like no it's gonna be funny and it'll work and, and he really was Really was like I I think I'm just gonna look like an asshole. Yeah, right this here. Not, yeah, this is not gonna work. And he really, Summers says that he just really was resistant to to doing this gag.
3: Yeah. Because he was sa- he talks about it, he's like, we did, a- we did this all in one take. He <clears throat> runs up, yeah. and then he joins the mob, and then he runs to the car, and there was no coverage, so he had to nail it, <laughs> he to- and he had to just do it.
2: It's the mark of a good actor. It's like, okay, if that's true, and he was reluctant to do it, <laughs> well, then he, sh- he showed up and did the work, did yeah. I feel like, you
0: know, you know, for whatever we got out of having the more modern version of this particular movie, 1999, we get some visual effects out of it, we missed out equally, perhaps commensurately. For we didn't get to make this movie in like nineteen eighty four and have Dudley Moore play the brother. No, now that would have been good. I could go for that. Dudley I Moore as Jonathan. Don't <laughs> uh, say you
2: guys. In.
0: Don't you want to? <laughs> s- don't
2: disturb the mummy. All right, he's very angry.
3: It's- I would have. I would have. I, it, there are a number of movies that were made now where it's like we did not have the technology before and it's a good thing it's being made le- now Watchmen is another good example where it's like yeah. I'm glad it was Serious. made now yeah, because really. we didn't have the technology at the same time I kind of feel like I would have
1: a special place in my heart for the janky 80s version <laughs> uh, the, jank- <laughs> oh, the, movie. The, the 80s Rorschach I would I would have I mean yeah. Walter Matthau I don't know Like, I don't <laughs> even yeah. know who they put in Rorschach's place
3: but like, but like, just the just or the, watching me, Dan Aykroyd. Mm-hmm. Ow, yeah, no, just the weird
1: Harryhausen version
3: of Doctor De- Manhattan and right. shit. Yeah. Like,
2: that would have been of so. Of course, great. of course, what we would do is if that had happened, if that was the alternate universe that we now lived in, we'd be going. You know what they should totally remake now? Watch
0: Watchmen. Watchmen. That'd be awesome. Finally, it's time to remake and with Watchmen. our
1: technology. Oh my gosh, it's be be so have, awesome. You could see all of Doctor Manhattan's penis, like. Yeah. Yeah, uh, which, by the way, I love how your depths. '80s
0: association for creature effects was Harryhausen. Yeah, of course it right. was. Who else? I don't know Phil Tippett maybe yeah, Stan Winston, uh, Savini, Botine. <laughs> anyone but Harryhausen. I think you're. A, if you're doing Quir- stop mine motion, mine is always it's Roger Tippet Corman. Tippett is like, the other one, a, yes. Yeah. But and even
2: he wasn't doing it by by the '80s. He was getting rid of it as fast as he could. Tippett
0: would be like, "Guys, I'm. Sw- I swear to God, we should not do go motion." No. Yeah.
2: Well, he was saying that. Yeah, exactly. So. Because of the anniversary of Jurassic Park, you know, Phil's been doing interviews and stuff again. I was, I was. Incensed when someone was talking about, you know, yeah, they should do more, you know, they should do movies in go motion again. It was like, okay, I think you actually mean stop motion. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because go motion lasted exactly like two and a half years. For like two movies. Dragonheart
0: was go motion, wasn't it? For a second? Yes. No, No, Dragon Slayer. Dragon Dragon Slayer is go motion. Dragonheart is full CG. Yeah,
1: it's CG. uh, Just because it's the radio and it's the internet and it's forever, I can now embarrass uh, Amy A Hart the star of Pink Five. Uh, I took her to see Dragonheart. She cried at the end. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, because it's Sean Connery being... I just phoning it no, in-ish. No spoilers, the, I haven't the, seen it. The lights came on, and I looked at her, and I'm like, oh, it's pretty good. And I get to go, and she's just in tears. <laughs> she's just a fucking mess.
2: She's. I didn't think it was that
1: bad. No, but Trey me. will appreciate
2: <laughs> no, this. No, she was I will all say, into it. I, I, I don't even remember how it ends. Like,
3: another another secret that uh, that Summers uh, talked about, which I thought I thought was pretty fun. Like At the time, even before I like really appreciated this <laughs> in, in VFX, but he talks about... Apparently, um, ILM did... Like nowadays, you'll do like twenty-four frame handles or whatever. Apparently, ILM did five frame handles, and they would literally send them a cut that was five frames shorter than they meant it to be, so they could get those extra frames for free. But nice. they would get the <laughs> deliberate cut <laughs> of of what they
0: wanted with the handles. I appreciate why <laughs> yeah. that's actually mean on ILM's part. <laughs> that screws up everyone else. Anyway, uh, but Trey will appreciate this because I was uh, th- this girl I've been uh, dating for a minute. Uh, is a a uh, she's a makeup artist for uh, features uh, uh, face off sort of makeup artist and I was like I know this guy who worked on the abyss and she was like Steve Johnson (laughs) nice and I was like not
3: quite but yeah, but I'm glad you know that name. Exactly. Nice. Now it's you like, deserve exactly. Pardon, other pardon guy. my boner,
1: please. She, yeah. she passed.
0: She passed the the one with the B threshold. That's yeah. yeah that's that's well. Done.
2: By the way, um, I don't know if Steve put it up or whatever, but it uh, was making the rounds the other day. Um, Steve, the the famous never happened Nicholas Cage as Superman. Oh my right. god! Oh my god! We all hate yeah. that suit, don't we? That it, was Steve. Steve made that suit. Yeah. Um, there were several. John
3: Schnepp's documentary
2: is about to come out here in a bit. Is, maybe that's what it is. It's starting. The Metalocalypse like, guy. Yeah,
3: I actually. But there's, there's a
2: clip of Steve in the shop, which is so typical because I wasn't working for him at the time. But my God, it's just like the videos we used to shoot, where he's doing the play by. He's doing the show. He's show and tell of the suit. Right. And it's it's all our abyss technology, because it's all light up and yeah. fiber optic and, and everything. You can tell why he got the gig because it's just. What if you took that and put it on Nicolas Cage, you know, and called it Superman? Great. Let's do that. So oh. it's all iridescent plastic and, and really cool fiber optic things that are coming right. and going every, every which way. Um, so Steve, poor Steve. I mean, Steve is one of those guys who, you know, could have been. Could have been Rick Baker. Could have been Stan Winston. Just never got the job that makes you know put you on the A list, and and the jobs that were going to be the A list jobs turned out to you know fall apart before they ever got to make the movie. You know, if he if he'd been the guy who made the new Superman suit, I think he would have been in a different ballpark than he would have been, uh, had, you know, when the movie fell through. Alas, something, something, Kevin well, Smith.
1: Yeah, I mean, I just wonder because like I truly do wonder how much leverage, how much mileage we would have gotten out of the Tim Burton Superman for just a lot of reasons. I saw there were like about, I think it's a neat suit. Dude, we, we it. could I'm, have I'm, no, but who here's the, hates it. I there are I've seen no less than about twenty different photo like of of drawings of like versions of that suit of where they were taking it because yeah. in the story even in the Kevin Smith and the Tim Burton version of the story. If you don't there, know were, YouTube, Kevin yeah, Smith, John Peters, there are going to be about <laughs> giant were, spider. Well, not that, but there are going to be about five or six different versions of the Hashtag suit. Giant yeah, giant look at spider. him, five five different versions of the suit in the movie. So yeah. you know anyway, that's so it's like Iron Man. There. We're just gonna do Iron Man. Yeah, basically. I just like how
0: if in bear mind I'm appropriating now parts of the Kevin Smith story. So please don't get mad at me. But I just like how apparently John Peters' instinct, which was I just don't want to see him in that faggy suit, somehow transmogrified into I want to see him in five faggy suits. Five <laughs> other faggy suits. Not just just not the one I don't like. A bunch of other ones.
3: Well, you know, you gotta uh, that's the instinct of a hairdresser, it's like you gotta change for every occasion. Yeah. You gotta <laughs> yeah. John Peters
0: is somehow Queen Amadala in my mind. <laughs> this, yeah, is, exactly. this is Bernard Fox, who you might remember from Titanic. Yeah. That's um, exactly what I was thinking.
3: Yeah. In fact, they make the they in the commentary they make the joke later because they put him in the uh He's, when the when the plane is actually sinking in the quicksand, they're like, <laughs> he let us put him in the yeah, plane yeah. And, and start sinking him. He and was he the just cook, right? trusted us. No, he was like the, he's one the, of the guy. He's who, one of the rich guys. He was the, the rich guy who was like, <laughs> well, the, we intend to die. The, and the, the know, lads, the best. Oh, the and, lad's, and, lads and, a hero.
2: Yeah, and but sat we in, like
3: a brandy. Yeah, yeah, he sat in the chair. That's and not him, but he's one room. of those guys. Yeah, at the No, the He looks
0: like the chef dude.
3: But he uh, But the, yeah That he's, was a gag That they made They were like Well he was on Titanic So of course he took it Well
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah really he's, uh, That's fine he, um, I guess Yeah Just before Titanic Well he, he's To my generation He's famous Because he was Dr. Bombay On the Be- Be- Witch, Bewitched series um, And when you see him In a movie later You go Oh look It's Dr. Bombay um, And I used him As voice talent In uh, a stage show That I did um, For the Queen Mary Where he was Winston the Bulldog He came and did Winston the Bulldog What's like the, the actor's name? Uh, Bernard Fox So you've met him? yeah I'm cool guy nice guy first guy first one of the first actors i ever directed because that was one of the first projects i ever directed he's a really cool guy he's a totally cool guy he just came up he was a friend of a friend i was like oh bernard fox he would be perfect for winston the bulldog and it was a puppet show and he so came in just he m- nailed it and you know I was like, all right thank you bernard
0: cool good for totally him. cool guy good for him good for you and uh, good for eddie that's right huh I don't know. Yeah. You, you benefited from this world somehow. <laughs> yeah, it's probably trace fault. You get to bask in my. I touched, oh, yeah, I touched yeah. Bernard Fox I, I, uh, once. Sorry. Yeah, no,
1: that's and I. Uh, you know, you set out the whole I Uni survi- movie monsters thing, I, and I now you set survi- out Bernard. What are you doing? I, I survived cancer, so there you go. Uh, okay, <laughs> it fair enough. And he's a father. So that's you know, awesome. He spice. can
3: always pull that out. Oh, that's a great story. I survived yeah. cancer. I, no, I survived I, no cancer. I'm saying I did I had I'm,
1: I'm saying I did as a result of the world that Trey created. Oh, okay. Like that's the, the two are inextricably. <laughs> right. Something about s- Trey
2: plus Bernard. I'm sorry, I caused all that cancer. <laughs> so, now here's where also they're pushing <laughs> Great that iconic scene here. Yeah. yeah, they're pushing the envelope here because they're like, ooh Particles. Particles. First we had to particle bugs and particle sand. Oh my god. More like voxel
0: sprites, but <laughs> I, I do yeah, remember. You know. it works. You know, I do you know remember, all the good people are working on the Star Wars movie, right? Yeah. I like how the caricature him in the clouds nothing like
1: him at all he like kind of had bedroom eyes there for a second yeah, they needed
0: a Disneyland caricature artist to come in and he's go like, hey, your girl. proportions yeah. are a little <laughs> off
1: <laughs> I know you like shooting me with that gun yeah. I'm gonna eat you now but this I'm totally works I mean you. what
3: th- just right uh, hey. coming up this next shot yeah that was a
1: hey, great bye, like, I mean he's basically he's basically mocap directing the sand like the character yeah. is yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's so meta you guys which totally it's totally fine in this one. It's
3: the sequel where it's like, oh, he can, can do that with water, too, I guess. Why not? Yeah. In
0: the chat room, Town's like, oh, my God, there's still 30 minutes to go. I know. <laughs> yeah, I we know. A, we a, we Dude, we tried. We up. had, like, two four-hour-long tangents. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're getting, to the, yeah, that's we're getting always, to the big
3: final action finale once we kill Bernard. Yeah. yeah. That's always co- that's always disconcerting when the character's like, the reason he's an alcoholic is all his friends are dead. And so, secretly, <laughs> he's trying to yeah. kill himself in the air so he can join them in... in biplane like, Valhalla that's a nice
2: twisted touch I like that yeah exactly I like that it's like
3: it, it, well, he's about get... to die and he thinks
2: it's the greatest thing ever let's and go, he's gonna take you us know you know who go on this I totally know the guy to take us on the suicide mission <laughs> yeah. I know just it, the guy. it reminds me
0: of this particular moment in a Doug Stanhope's comedy special where he's like you know Jesus died for your sins I'm doing it for your entertainment dollar and then he <laughs> takes another swig of whiskey and smokes his cigarette <laughs> nice it's like one of those moments where it's like <laughs> oh. yeah <laughs> it's funny because it's true in two it, years he's gonna die and we're gonna be like oh god he told us he was gonna he die he t- like, was doing like, that on purpose
1: it's like I lo- my favorite episode of Louie ever is the one with doug stanhope with stanhope it. as a suicidal buddy and then, yeah. and then you're, and you're watching like wow that was really amazing stanhope's so good it's probably not that different from life oh god. <laughs> i'll tell
2: you the very like, first the very first major Penn and Teller stage show, their very first one, the one bef- the one they did here at the LA Stage Company, and then took two off Broadway, yeah. and started to get booked on Letterman and became Penn and Teller the nationally famous guys, as opposed to Penn and Teller those amazing guys that know eighty three maybe you get, yeah, around that time. Um, and that original, original show, which the, the complete text of the show I believe is in um, their first book, uh, I think which I guess is "Cruel Tricks for Dear Friends" or whatever. But there's the text of you know because because Penn because Teller will do Penn Penn will do the monologues and things like that. Um, And at the very end of that, that's the show that ended where Penn would sit on the stage and fire eat yes, and he he would have the the torch and it was only lit by the torch. It literally all the stage light was to go off and it's just him sitting on stage with this, you know, looks like a big flaming marshmallow. And and talking about being a fire eater. And, do you know, the speech where he he talks about, you know, well, people want to know again and in their typical how they do everything. It's like there's nothing special about fire eating. You just burn your mouth. Exactly. You burn your mouth. He says it's like when you eat the slice of pizza too fast. You get a little blister if you do it wrong. If you do it right, you don't get burned at all. But it's all about the vapor barrier of the thing. And, And it's just standard lighter fluid. You know, it's no big deal. I can run it across my tongue like this. And because of the vapor barrier, there's no actual pain involved. And I can even do this. The one thing, though, is every time I do this, I'm actually ingesting a little bit of lighter fluid. Mm -hmm. And that's bad. That's damaging to my liver. So every so often, I have to stop doing this act to allow my liver to recover. And then he sits there and stares at you for a second. And he said... And since none of you are leaping out of your seat, going "No pen,
0: don't destroy your liver for our, our entertainment," here you go. And then he proceeds to do the fire eating yeah. act. <laughs> and to this day, that's he so still ends his shows, or it's not—he it doesn't end the show anymore this way. These days, they pretty much end the show with the bullet catch. But yeah, uh, for, a there, for a while there, for a while there, and while we're throwing at Penn and Teller bits. YouTube, teller shadows now. Yeah, shadows um, great. Um, they have a bit in their act they've been doing for a while, which is this kind of sexy for Penn, who is like a six foot nine, three hundred and fifty pound dude, a really sexy bit where it's just him and a very beautiful woman doing this what's effectively a interpretive dance of a date where they're both eating fire instead of dancing or fucking. It's this particularly. Sensual sort of fire-eating act that it's really odd, and it comes as a vignette in this otherwise very, you know, uh, salient, isn't right, uh, cogent, and very intellectual and brainy sort of act. It's it's odd. Between that and shadows, you get these really weird moments of odd artistic vignette and uh, something about the mummy. This is is pretty hardcore. What just happened? he just whipped out a knife and
2: slashed a scarab beetle. Yeah, it was kind of badass. Guys, skin. It's like this this movie is. uh, one of the things that we will talk about the movie briefly is is for, every so often it you know it really pulls like a surprise where you go I just I didn't expect they were going to go there with that moment right, you yeah. know they were going to do that you know and here's one too where it's like oh Mo Mummies okay
1: mo <laughs> mo Mummies no if problems. they wanted to
0: play for the super meta ultra IMDB card they should have put an R2D2 and C3PO on that wall somewhere yeah mm-hmm, really they probably did
2: <laughs> they should have put a picture of Indiana Jones on that wall
0: but like
3: again you uh, sure you know Summers sure. I keep wanting to say Soderbrook but Summers uh, you know being very honest about it in, in the commentary that we both listened to, he's like, if I had thought about this at the time, you know, because the mummies, you can see through their ribs and stuff. If I thought about this at the time, I would have made the background more interesting because <laughs> yeah. as it is, they are the same color as the wall, so you can hardly right. tell that they're see-through. Like, you you, there should be more layers and more kind of texture back there so you can tell that you're looking through them at the wall. So yeah interesting point well said
0: noob mistake yeah hey mike yeah what is the most interesting thing or observation you have to say about the film the mummy i feel like we've been talking about everything else bring is it back. You- <laughs> i don't know i mean uh, if, we, if, we, if we if we had something to here, say i probably uh, would have said how it. about this it how, about this? Like, how hey. about this i'll get you there i'll get you there okay stay with me okay come at me bro how about this is the mummy over or underrated
1: I'd say it's perfectly rated. Yeah, it's, I was gonna say the same <laughs> that's exactly thing. What I was people say. don't
3: people don't talk about it a whole lot, but when they do, they're generally positive about it yeah. compared to the sequels. In that case, I think it's I think it's perfectly like people have, have okay. perfectly got the, the idea of it. I don't feel the need to defend or detract it Good. In, in the In that case list. my
0: leading question is this instead. For <laughs> those who do not appreciate it, what are they missing? And for those who do what should they be a little bit more like, here's what everyone else doesn't like about it? What I, is the dividing line between I'm the folks not, that do and don't I'm like it? I'm not us?
3: super... Aw- to be honest, I'm not super aware of people who don't like The Mummy. I know yeah.
2: that there's there's a problem.
0: Because they don't is, talk about it. Which, I
3: guess, which is interesting about, I mean...
2: Uh, you doesn't what inspire you were great ire in people. Like, yeah. I hate The Mummy so much. Like, Van Helsing is a different
1: case. Yeah. I think if you're one of those <laughs> people who just has... Um, Objection to summer blockbusters writ large. Then this would be one of those movies where, like, yeah, fuck that, because you're like, fuck that whole genre and fuck yeah. your bullshit. And I, if you expect I a every if you expect every movie to be a more or something, yeah. then obviously then you're obviously not gonna like not movie. But it's like if if you accept these kind of movies, then you're like,
0: yeah, the, the movie
1: was yeah. one of them. Yeah. I mean, it's it's, it's a pr- as, it's a very good one as
2: summer blockbuster you know tentpoley you know things go. Again, it's like, wouldn't it be swell to live in a world where this is this, you know. Right. Bad this is this is this is the high or low bar. Yeah. You know, I, I, either one. It's like it's like this is pure you know fun entertaining. It's there's you know no moment that's like you go oh god maybe no, no, no. once or twice you know for you personally maybe there's a joke that you go eh that, that was a bit side. that yeah. was a yeah. bit you know silly but I, you know but it's like it's there's characters and everyone everyone everyone's doing makes sense and I understand what's happening and it's thrilling and exciting and got comedy and fun and and you know Jesus it's like again we live in a post battleship world now. I know. Yeah. yeah, you know. Let's, we, let's 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 take a quiet moment to remember fun movies like this. Yeah, that yeah, were not battleship. This was. I mean, this this is really all a movie needs to do is this, and it's amazing how
1: rare this actually is. In a weird way, this had almost been like a low point in the sense that there was a time when you expected certain things from uh, some blockbuster action movies, where it was like it was either going to be greatness or it was going to be schlock, and this was because it was merely. You know, well, competent and well, you know, did what it did competently. It was almost like, well, oh, well, you know, it's, I mean, yeah, but 90, I mean, 99 in particular was such an amazing year for movies in general. But
3: I mean, you, you look at, you look at, uh, I remember my impression and, and again, like you said, I wasn't following development or anything for, for, uh, you know, a very closely at, at that time. But, but even from that perspective, I was, I was thinking, you know, uh, uh, you know, a remake of (laughs) one of the, one of the kind of backseat, Universal movie monsters, like, how good could that possibly be? Right. You see this, and it's so much fun and so entertaining. It's, yeah. oh, this is great. Yes. But I guess what I'm saying now is like, I'm it's guess like I'm...
2: Pirates of the Caribbean. This should not be fun. <laughs> yeah, this but, should yeah. suck this and
3: should so suck and then you watch the sequels you're like yes that okay. exactly
2: now they figured out how to make it suck
3: yeah
1: I, I, re- I mean I just like I know it ha- the, the movie I'm about to reference has uh, people love it a lot more than, than I do I, I, but I like it fine I hold this film much in the same way I hold like Twister in the sense that <laughs> there you it's go it's totally fine yeah. it's, you tread light bitch yeah. I, know, I know again no, I think, I know no I'm, I'm totally it. with you it's like what's wrong with Twister yeah. nothing nothing what's amazing stand out about Twister the nothing <laughs> I mean, yeah, the okay yes the effects Let just like this no, one, but yeah. yeah. And the effects in this are. are I guess maybe good. Independence Day too. I see. For me, I think Independence
2: Day
0: is a little transcendent. It's, yeah. it's very transcendent, a little more. Yeah. A I thought yeah. that, but then I met several people in a row who were all like, "I hate everyone that likes that movie." <clears throat> I'm like, "Well, what's what's what? 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 there's a hipster thing about hating
2: Independence Day now that I don't know what it's about." But it, it, there are there are people who have I think a it's B- a reactionary problem. to
1: like post 9 11 like rah rah and they they kind of look at through it. And like sort of The lens of of Things that happens Like (laughs) jingoism Because it is I mean let's be honest It is a pretty Jingoistic movie Like towards the end of it It is But it's like That's absolutely true But it's like But it's okay to be A jingoistic movie Against aliens When when it's aliens (laughs) Totally It's all
2: about how We and the Bantu tribes people And the Germans And the Jews
1: Band together To fight the aliens I'm 100% with you I guess guess I'm just uh, Bill Pullman's moment In 96 You're like Fuck yeah Bill Pullman But it's like We had a war Where a guy was Essentially we had a guy thing. where his,
2: where like I tried to do that speech and, and who
0: probably
1: watch Independence Day the night before the State you, of the Union yeah, to
2: really. psych
0: himself up. But, I'll throw you under the bus, bitch. In the chat room, Zarban's <laughs> like, I hate Twister and Independence yep. Day. All right. Alright, good for I you, knew man. he didn't. Zarban's oh, the right, guy who doesn't even
2: know what our so. podcast is called. <laughs> ah, ba,
0: ba, 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 ba. Snap. So ba, 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 ba.
1: two snaps. Anyway, we're about to come up to Two Snaps. Basically yeah, the you know the I mean. real reason. That, <laughs> that dagger's so awesome, it has an engraving of
2: another dagger I on know, it. <laughs> that's how badass it is. The, we're coming up on the on the shot, the sequence that uh, pretty much I think was probably the justification for I'll do a whole movie just to be able to do because you, you mentioned Harryhausen before. Well, Harryhausen's about to show up, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. That's true. This is the, the 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 Harryhausen homage that's about to come in is pretty clear. And beautifully well done, and it really is that it's it's very much that. Is this it's like, the whole
0: Argonauts thing? Am I remembering that right?
2: Yeah, it's, he's about to fight a room full of skeletons. It's all about. Yeah. it's all about if if Harryhausen had had. Imagine if Harryhausen had had our technology. Well, Summers did that. Summers said, "I'm going to do the Voyage of Sinbad, fighting the skeletons with modern technology." And here we go.
1: And this is the part I absolutely
2: loved. You yeah. and you have to do a shout out to Brendan Fraser because he's he's pantomiming every
3: freaking bit of yeah. this. He's pantomiming back when this was weird. Yeah. Like nowadays, well, nowadays every actor does that in a romantic comedy. They're used to doing this. They but had, back, Eddie, back then, Eddie, how's
1: his movement? Not bad. I mean, it's, it's, it doesn't have to be clean. That's the thing. It's, he's not be it's perfectly suited for his character. Like, it's not, I don't expect him to yeah. do fucking... He's not a swordsman kick. by trade. Yeah, no, he's just, I've got a big piece of metal, and they're skeletons, and they're all gonna fucking die. And that's... And, and not that's,
2: only that, but I don't have to sell contact because I'm gonna cut each of them clean exactly. through. Exactly,
1: yeah. the only the only, the only, only glib is more of just, like, an effects thing and, like, a range thing because the way they positioned it, they, he does this downward stab on one of them, and it's like, that's not... If a dude was right in front of you, that's not the attack you'd hit him with. Even if you know nothing about anything, like, that's just, it's awkward, and so they had to bend and position the skeleton Anavis so would have just would baseball batted all of them yeah just baseball I, that's what a fucking I would do like just I mean, <laughs> that's just left it's it's not rocket science at this dude point. even
0: Eddie Doty in a zombie
1: apocalypse is
0: going back to baseball moves
1: no yeah. because multiple, <laughs> dude, atta- multiple they attackers, don't have swords so why dude, not there's no science in fighting multiple attackers it's keep your distance hit as many people as you can and always keep moving also, don't also like, uh, don't die don't die I mean that's just that's there's no like have a longer weapon than they do <laughs> yeah,
3: if you have if you have a, a long sharp thing and they don't fucking go nuts yes and just I mean <laughs>
1: That's- it's not like there's two dudes in a ring. You're like, okay, I'm going to cut off this range here. I'm going to use my jab to create Attack, distance. Parry, puncher Yeah, no, it's like hit, hit, move, move, move. That's it's there. You go. That's if you ever get attacked by thirty dudes at once, that's your defense plan. Is <laughs> a oh, budget is a budget guys. cutting thing
2: here because those are real guys.
1: Yeah, I know, yeah. but it's just it's still creepy. Like what it doesn't have in horror,
0: it has in creep. and also kind of a silly
2: you know there's a there's still a weird undertone of comedy to it like oh god but it's always fun to have the hero have that moment like really really this now this is okay
0: that's creepy though that's properly creepy like if you if you like woke up imagine you're just like sleeping you know on the cave floor like Mm -hmm. you do and then you wake up and then there's 15 guys that are all the shields and they're doing that walk towards you in unison Tell me you don't go. Oh no! Then being undead just makes
2: it worse. I
3: don't want them
0: to come like that at me. Mm. I wish I had a sword.
2: (laughs) That's that's like the
3: Bella Lugosi (laughs) conversation we had before. It's like, oh, stop! I don't. I know you're. I know I can run, but still, stop. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Stop (laughs) doing that. Freaking me
2: out. (laughs) That's I'm that way with anyone who. If just fair warning, anyone with the sound of my voice, if you come at me doing a zombie impression. And, or, you, and you don't stop when I say stop doing that right now. No jury in the world will convict me. I'm yeah. cutting your head off. I will. Farewell.
3: I will have to assume that <laughs> I am going to
2: cut your head you off.
3: Trade very
1: nearly you, killed people at Comic Con last year. <laughs> oh yeah, Ooh, you, that was tight. Do you do you, you want to know how lucky Willem Dafoe is? Because anytime he's in a conversation with somebody, he wants to end. He just does a shadow of the vampire look, <laughs> and the conversation is uh, over, and they just fucking leave. Because that, oh my god, he does such a good fucking Max Shrek and as a if Max Shrek was an actual vampire um, that that I mean I can't watch that movie without just getting fucking freaked out every single time and if you haven't again that's on my list walk don't, run don't walk it's on Shadow Netflix of the vampire on 2000 god damn it, <laughs> such a good movie with with a strange like also leavened by a hysterical Eddie Izzard Eddie Izzard is amazing in, in the middle movie, of
2: it yeah there's some moments of Eddie Izzard are just hysterical and Tim Curry
1: too if you're ever or not to Curry, um Fucking uh, the other guy from uh, Jesus, who was also in a bunch of Andy Warhol films. Um, Tim, Tim P- Curry was in Andy no, Warhol not, films. It, Tim not, Blaine. It's not Tim. It's not. It's uh, Udo Kier. Udo Kier. Oh yeah. my God. What movie are
0: you talking about with Eddie Izzard?
1: Shout out the vampire.
0: It takes. It's, it's a. It's a. It's a. It's a uh,
3: you know, it's a bu- the behind-the-scenes story of Nosferatu if they had actually cast a vampire. If Max Schreck was an actual
0: vampire, they Rosencrantz and Guildenstern Nosferatu as if he was actually a vampire, yeah, and yeah. yeah. so yeah. made it, 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 that a movie starring Eddie Izzard and, yeah. Willem, no. Dafoe and, and, as, and Willem Dafoe
1: as Max Shrek. Well, all right. Yeah. Stop drilling. You've hit oil. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like 24-hour party, people. I'm like, this movie was made for Teague. Like that, that no. it's just,
0: that's... By the way, just for closure, Eddie's been saying that for four years on this goddamn podcast, and I finally saw it, and Eddie was right that whole time. 24-hour <laughs> Part party, people? It's such a it's fucking fun. film. Okay. And Steve Coogan is all Steve Coogan-ish.
1: Well, he like, usually is. Yeah, that'll happen. Yeah. When he's not being, you know, um, uh, Mia Farrell. <laughs> like <laughs> He's not getting other actors to die in a
0: drug overdose. You know what this movie makes me want to watch, though? Uh. I'm, I'm sorry. It makes me want to watch Raiders. I'm oh. sorry. I'm kind of sick Van of Helsing, The Mummy, yeah. and I kind
1: of want to watch Raiders. Yep. It's it's almost I over. can understand I, that. I, I will say totally this, movie, this movie overstays its welcome by about 10 minutes, I would yeah, say. It is. It's, it, yeah. takes
2: a little long, it takes a little while to get The Mummy on screen. Although, I mean, it's it's not like any of the things that's happened before The Mummy gets on screen are bad, per se. It has, uh, and it's nowhere near the excess that Van Helsing
3: yeah, exhibits. Right. Van Helsing is like 20 minutes too long, yeah. easily. Hey, Mike, this is an
0: odd question, but as I think the only person of our uh, particular forte who has acted as if their arm was cut off, uh-huh. <laughs> do you have any uh, observations about the acting that happens when someone's pretending like their arm is cut off? Because always, it seems like... The the instinct is to hold your arm up so you can separate it from your body. But yes. when you look at the actual resulting effect, it's like that doesn't seem like what you'd be doing with it. No, <laughs> no exactly. Yeah. I, was, I was I think you'd say be flapping exactly. it like a chicken.
3: The problem I think you'd be going oh, oh
0: fuck ow, ow, it's, ow, 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 ow. it's
3: gone. Or or I I guess holding it makes sense. You know, sometimes you hold if, it if it's
0: below your elbow. You're looking at the stump like what the hell? Yeah,
3: and 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 maybe having. But the, at the elbow,
0: I feel like at that point it's slack and maybe wiggling but not, like, just held out like your arm is there. Yeah, you
3: might, I mean, you might hold it to try and make, like, an impromptu hand tourniquet out of it, but the thing is, if you're, you know, like in rvd2 or whatever you're trying not to let it cross you because that's so much more work yeah <laughs> and that's that's why it always looks weird in movies because you're trying to avoid i mean he, they went much further here where he's like holding it straight out to the to his side like it will not cross anything i swear mm-hmm. i am yeah I'm like his hand this. that is not there
0: anymore would have been level with his shoulder and it's just like up yeah why would you hold it like that you wouldn't yeah. you would you would
3: hold it down. you i mean you you could reasonably hold it you wouldn't hold it out like that. You might hold it up to try and keep it from bleeding like out you're too like quickly. Like doing like a
0: like a you know a field goal sort of yeah. symbol with one arm. You're
3: like you're like you're trying to, to keep it from bleeding out, but you wouldn't hold it just straight out to the side to be like, oh dear, I have. a am no a little arm. teapot. <laughs> yeah,
2: my exactly. big stump. Look at my seven arm. And I think you'd flail it because you, you know, because it hurts. <laughs> it, and also because it only just, you know, moments ago you had an arm and you're not used to the idea that there's
0: no arm there anymore because like, who- 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 you yeah. want to who- go, who-
2: who- oh, fuck. And, and instead you'd just be
0: waving your little chicken stuff. Uh uh-huh. That is the worst shot in the movie. And I'm sorry, guys, to be fair, they, he talks about this in the uh, in the CG the element works. It's the cop guys. Yeah. Sorry, comp he guys. talks.
3: To, well, he talks about it in the commentary. Those two shots were not supposed to be effect shots. And at the t- like nowadays, that's like, well, of course not. That's how just that works. But uh, back in back in the day, that was actually a big deal because he was just supposed to kind of sink into that bog, and they're like, that doesn't really work. We have to have him decompose, and they're like, what?
0: I, w- I wish there was one associate producer somewhere in the room who said, wait, can you do
1: a thumbs up? That worked once. No. <laughs> if a, mom- if a mummy lot of- can
2: learn the importance of life,
1: yeah. There's a lot of movies with death via pit, uh, no. some, or you know, slow. Even uh, the original Masters. Dude, of the I dated a
0: girl who was death via pit. <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> oh Jesus! Is she doing anything now?
2: <laughs> Not anymore.
1: No, but her shirts
2: are all fucked up. Uh, oh wow! I totally interpreted that completely. Yeah. yeah, I, I love.
3: I love that she runs back to be indignant yeah. about it.
0: The book. She was like ten feet away. She's like, I cannot believe yeah. Yeah. that you just did, did you it. Just... He drops. He drops the thing. Runs out of the scene. She runs back in and goes, <laughs> "You dropped it." <laughs> And again, it's it's, it's which a, is a brilliant
2: character. It's moment. a fun little thing with a character yeah. bit, you know that she's she's the she is it. And I we 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 were talking about everything and every anything else, dun, dun, but dun, dun, but the fact that dun, dun, you know there's a lot of really nice character development going yeah. on here. She she started out you know the little girl in the library who knocks things over, and not only did she, unlike other movies we could name. She hasn't just magically become an action heroine. We actually saw yeah. her become an action heroine. Yeah. We actually saw her Gradually. learning to fight and learning to get better at this and, and learning to live and and, she's, and, and, and learning to enjoy the, you know, the adventure of it.
3: And she's, and she's still not a full on action. And I still, you know, even here, like you said, the character developments, like he's still. It's the end of the movie, and he still—they still put in a save the cat for this guy, where he's yeah. like, "This guy has been fucking you every step of the way, and you still genuinely tried to save his life yeah. when yeah. when
2: the rubber hit the road." You and then know? they pull this like this, this oh shit, yeah. <laughs> uh, it scares me just watching that shot. I hate that. Uh, yeah, but um, they they pull a little okie doke with this. It's like, oh, I guess Betty's gonna be okay. Eh, not so much. Yeah. Not really. <laughs> He's kind of okay, but he's kind
0: of not. I'm so telling much you, okay. man. If you take anything away from this particular commentary, it's hey, now I understand the psychology what? of uni monsters. Also, That's right. fuck scarabs. He got <laughs> yeah. what he wanted. He got his room full he's of gold. He's got a room yeah. full of gold. It's what we call oh, a I ironic. come from a land from a far away place mm-hmm. where the caravan camels roam. It's seriously, yeah. it's like Aladdin. It's totally Aladdin right now. You're just <laughs> saying that because he's wearing a fez. <laughs> no, a booth. He's not a <laughs> monkey, you bitch. No, I'm just saying Aladdin. <laughs> Didn't the Aladdin wear a fez too? Did Aladdin wear a fe- oh, helmet? did. But, fe- yeah. but uh, Apu did too. Apu did too. Yeah. In any case, I'm just thinking of the whole, like, when, you know, why did you awaken my slumber guy? And he's in the room with the, all the gold. And it he, is he can't like touch the, anything. Yeah, the Cave of Wonders. It is definitely like that. I like how everyone else was like, yeah, Teague, whatever. But then you're like, no, here's the detail that Teague couldn't even remember about it. <laughs> the name?
1: Who dare disturb my slumber? But here's the thing. Had Benny been loyal to them the entire time? Would his outcome have changed? No, uh, he's a piece of shit. If it, well,
3: if Benny had <laughs> been lo- if Benny had been loyal to them the entire time, he probably would have been closer to them and would have made it through. Maybe the door. so, yeah. or
0: maybe depending on how dark the movie wanted to go, he loses his calves. But that's it. <laughs> <laughs> he loses just once, his calves just once, dude. I, I'm 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 aware of how horrifying and visceral the moment of can you get through the closing door is, and it's happened a thousand times in films. Sure.
1: Just one time. I want the answer to be halfway. Or just like, I lost five toes. I just I, just, I lost That's my toes. The, Mostly, yeah. but no. No, but seriously, like Starship I want it to troopers. be- Troopers.
2: They, they pin yeah. the captain in the doorway. Did do they yeah.
1: do that? Yeah. I'm just thinking like Ed Harris in-
0: You Ed, know or, what to do. Or the guy, 127 like, hours. Like, like the guys in the yeah, in Titanic, or Indiana Jones, or the mummy. I just want one time <laughs> the door to be closing, and it's like, is he going
1: to be close enough? And the answer is- yeah, my, speaking <laughs> speaking of one show seven hours, I never told the story, but a friend Don't.
4: of, <laughs> oh, of mine has friend, to play no, no, his ears no. now.
1: A friend of mine uh had the unfortunate task of writing for the rebooted man show when Joe hosted, Joe Rogan and Doug Anhope uh, hosted. And one of the better sketches they had on there was and this is one my buddy wrote, uh was um they're like, and you know, we're gonna have because that story had just happened in the news. And like we're gonna have him now, Michael Aronson, I think it was his name or something. Aaron Ralston. Aaron Ralston. Let's bring him out here, and it was obviously a guy playing him. But then, like, they get into, like, a verbal disagreement about something, and the guy starts, like, freaking out, like, post-traumatic stress, and Joe goes to, like, comfort him. He's like, no, dude, it's okay, and he grabs his arm, and the guy freaks out and chops his own arm off to escape. <laughs> 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 not funny. Not funny at all, but.
2: But did he just hold it out straight? Yeah, he hit, then he <laughs> yeah. held it out just straight in front of him, out mm-hmm. to the side. Everybody's on camels again. Because why not? In the sunset, they're literally gonna ride off into the sunset. Here's the thing: Ding. I've seen camels
1: at the zoo, largely disgusting creatures. Yeah, I don't want to kiss anybody. Watch out! They spit while being on a camel with just the, the, the flies and the yeah.
2: Pretty much everyone universally says camels are just the most vile. They're camels awful. are the worst. They're yes, awful. from everything I've heard, they should. I'm I the mean, been anywhere near. If they would look. I mean, it's just. It was just like uh, other animals. You go, oh, they look nasty, but they're actually very sweet. Camels just look. They're just assholes. Yeah. Badass. Like, just, like, just
1: put the next yeah, war. I'm we a have, camel. Just, come over just, here. The next war we have, just put camels on the front line. Everybody, would say the yeah. fuck away.
2: Oh my god, these these guys ride camels. They must be douchebags.
1: It's just very weird for me because I'm usually the guy over here
0: who is like hyper susceptible to charm, even in a really awful movie, I'm going like Sucker Punch was fine, you guys. <laughs> for some reason, the mummy just doesn't click for me. Do it it for just you. it just doesn't it, nothing. Nothing nothing there. You're weird. I know. Yeah. Uh I I'm very weird when We'd it comes to these movie we've taste done, things.
3: We've- done him before what did, What else is he it's he's done all of do such uh,
0: but I'm just over here going like none of the charm really kind of hits me right I just oh, it's, no not maybe it's honestly maybe. the closest yes. I, I have very negative associations <laughs> with Jeez. Spider-Man but the closest association I have with <laughs> this is it Spider-Man, Spider-Man so much. it feels <laughs> it, it hits me in the same sort of this hey, feels it has so the same
3: af- DP as Princess Bride Teague that's what Adrian yeah. Biddle
0: comes from yeah. Princess yeah. Bride is a lot going for it but cinematography isn't one of the things in any case Damn. With the exception of, Jesus. with the exception of an uh, ego <laughs> oh, in the forest, you had and his a long way to hate short. on this movie, there, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, shit. dude. I will throw the princess bride under the bus. <laughs> just Robin just, Wright's just performance the is totally
1: fine, but we all know she has syphilis. I mean, let's yeah, that's about.
0: right. A, it <laughs> anyway. wasn't, and B, yeah, we do. Anyway, mm. um, this it just doesn't hit me right. Like, right. Uh, right. it hits me, and for the Spider Man comparison, was just there's there's a, there's a feeling of affectation in this movie that hits me wrong. Um, Interesting. A lot, a lot that I like about it. I think it's, you know, I like Brendan Fraser in things, but just no, not really, no, not so much. Yeah. And what's fucked up? I wish I wasn't the guy. I have to live with this, you guys. I wish I was the guy who also <laughs> incidentally liked Van Helsing. Now I feel like an asshole. Yeah. But yeah, the mummy is fine, but not, not did Elron Hubbard? Oh, Roz Hubbard. Okay, Roz it's him. fine. It's fine. It's fine, guys. It's fine. Yeah, that'd uh, be like, oh, all of us are no, never mind. <laughs> <whoop, whoop. laughs> yeah, everyone's like. Never mind Screw that film The Mummy is awful The Mummy is fine But it's it's not one of my favorites And it, it kind of baffles me And the fact that I like Van Helson Also baffles
1: me But I have to live with that You don't Eddie uh, Okay If you <laughs> If you heat up a pan And then put Two tablespoons of olive oil in it Then you set your steak out of the refrigerator mm. about an hour this sounds ahead good. of time. Sounds good, yeah. Put salt and pepper oh, God, on both I'm sides hungry. of the steak. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Put it in the pan, mm. cook it till both sides are about as soft as your cheek. You have made a perfectly good steak. Ooh, yeah. This good. is a perfectly not- good movie. Yeah. It's not oh, a secret.
0: No, no, fuck. It's not,
1: <laughs> it's not, like, not, it's wait, not wait, a secret. Wait. What's special about that steak? What's, nothing. You're
2: saying it's just tasty and fulfilling and, yeah. and f- achieves f- achieves everything a steak should do. That's exactly right. Well, that's not exactly our tent pole for the summer, mister
1: well that's what this movie yeah in, it was in exactly. 99 yeah exactly
0: in 99 that was considered good enough stokes and Doty will be turning yeah. this
1: fall oh,
0: uh, <laughs> and i'm over here going like you know what's really good salisbury
1: steak from the school cafeteria like, <laughs> why does it have a hoisin glaze or why isn't it yeah. like a center cut or was it's like it's a steak man just fucking chill out enjoy your steak yeah well that's that's my that's the movie folks really that's, yeah that's 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 all i got what's your favorite thing about the mummy but if you if you were to compliment if
0: you were trying to sell someone on something and they had brought it up incidentally and you're like no 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 you know what's really great at that though
1: the mummy what would that I, be I'd say I'd say a very general compliment I can give a movie but a very like but if you they don't do it right it's the thing I hate most in the sense that the movie doesn't know what it is this movie knows exactly what it is yeah. and there's not there's not one coordinated mo- movement in this film that doesn't support the idea of what the fuck this movie is what is it it mm-hmm. is just a not in any way historic fuck historical accuracy fuck uh, nuanced performance it's made it's, up wholesale bullshit it adventure is story. it is a i mean it's not exactly a hero's journey but it's 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 as yeah uh, adventure story 101 you can still get an a plus in adventure story 101 and that's that's what it does is it going to be as like i mean is it children of men no is it trying <laughs> to be anywhere in that orbit no it's fine. Reward it, it for did. what it is. You know, so we were, you know we were talking about Ebert actually a little while ago. Um, and somebody I think it was on Twitter somebody said, you know, Ebert people were like because a, a big thing to do after Ebert died to be like yeah I'm a fucking hipster is is, <laughs> is to list all the movies that Ebert gave thumbs up to, and they're like yeah well he liked this so he's full of shit and it's like well okay yes he gave a thumbs up to Short Circuit too. Do you know why? Have you actually read his review? He understood, I like that movie. <laughs> I don't. But no. But you. But it's like. Short Circuit Two knew exactly what it was trying to accomplish, and there is value there. Is do we necessarily value it the same way? No, but we're not supposed to. Not every movie is supposed to be Indiana Jones. We're not supposed no. to. No. Not this, every, this, this one is though. You're not, supposed. to no, yeah. You want to
3: measure a movie against.
1: Others, it's, in its you, genre. Well, yeah. uh,
3: others in its genre or against what it's trying to you know yeah. it's like it's like here is the target that it's trying to hit did it do that <laughs> okay that's all yeah, that matters people target,
2: are always yeah. talking about, you know i was like i people are always talking about how contagious such a great movie i didn't laugh once
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly it's like i mean and the thing is is like does do you if if you do if you fire 10 shots and they don't hit the bullseye but they still hit the target, you still hit the target 10 times. Well, it's like, like it's like it's, it's fine. He's still and mostly it's like, dead. It's, it's still, also yeah, like it's, that. It's, it's also dead like shit. that. Uh, like it's,
3: yeah. It's also like that thing that's going around on Facebook that's attributed to Einstein but I'm pretty sure it's not. But generally it's like you, you know, you're you're trying to judge the value of a fish by how well it climbs trees. It's like <laughs> yeah. no, that's it's,
1: not that's not, not what this. So yes, for for 1999, this was a good warm like just like Twister is a good warm up for the summer of '96. This is a perfectly good warm up for the summer of '99. And yeah, hey, it's on cable. Enjoy it. Awesome. End of story. Yeah. Like that's yeah. yeah, like it's it shouldn't be uh. It, there, we're we're not, gonna, not. I don't think anyone has said
2: you have to see the mummy. Oh my no, god. There,
1: there's not going to be an hour long internet. <laughs> clip of cracking the code of yeah. the mummy like it's it does it, it <laughs> nor doesn't is there going to be a two that?
2: hour one which is what we just did it, exactly sadly.
1: it doesn't warrant that but, but I mean like what video where they analyze and break down frames and they room 236 it like it, that's never going to happen <laughs> oh. like well, that be awesome
2: if there was, if there was. well Let's,
1: clearly we're talking about
2: that this a, that's a hoax that I Let's would do, actually get into yeah, I, would do, great. I would do I would do an entire documentary that would be a great Unearthing f- conspiracy theories in the mummy. Because
3: that would be a great. <laughs> I would do that only because it would be such a great way to give the finger to something yes, like Room 26. Exactly. Not Absolutely. because of the mummy, Absolutely. but because. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: So, yeah, I mean, it's just, I mean, you know, again, it's, uh, I think I mentioned this before. Sir, so, Eddie's uh, summary is. Fuck you! Fuck you! It's that, <laughs> Fuck this you! This movie why. isn't bothering you. Fuck you! <laughs> <Yeah. It's
0: laughs> leave it alone. Yeah. it's yeah. doing its Jesus. own thing. Leave Jeez. the movie alone. Stop
2: poking it's the just money. It's hanging
1: out. It's doing its own thing. Like he's the, he's that kid at the convenience store who gets really excited about playing uh fucking Neo Geo. Like just let him yeah. do his thing. Like it's totally fine. <laughs> it's I fine. love Neo Geo. Right. If he Go wants ahead.
2: to build Firefly out of Minecraft, just let him. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mike, is this movie important to you? I wouldn't
3: say that. No, it's not it's not the kind of movie like like uh, like Eddie said it's not the kind of movie that uh, shapes you really. You no. Know, yeah, if I'm if I'm if I'm dating someone new, I'm not like what do you think of
0: the movie? Like that's not, that's <laughs> not like, one of the questions that comes like up. Like on us. Twitter. Uh,
1: no, nobody on Twitter is going to go, just saw the mummy on a cable. So deep you guys. Yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, no, Mike's over there like I don't have a rule where someone's like.
3: Remember, well, on Twitter, remember, I've never seen the mummy. I got, I got in like a public fight with a guy on a dating site about Prometheus. Yes, like, yes. That, yes, that's never going to, that's never going to happen about the mummy either way. Like if not, someone, I, if I'm someone
1: outright
0: despises Ghostbusters, maybe Star Wars or indie, you're like, dude, no. Yeah, it's like this we're is not. The, with, sex. But with mummy, you're yeah. like fucking all right but the mummy it's
3: like i don't think you're giving it enough credit but sure i'll we we can still make this happen so you want some some wine yeah exactly (laughs) so uh then
2: then i'll put something else
3: on (laughs) yeah exactly i I think
1: there's a puppet show on
3: (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah i uh, i agree it's you know it's a perfectly good movie there's nothing offensive about it like so many big movies like this so many temple movies are offensive one way or the other. Either they're boring because there's no sense of fun to them, which the mummy has, or they're turgid. They're, (laughs) or or they're so, they become so silly and over the top. It's like, okay, Uh, now you think I'm a five year old. And that's (laughs) just as bad. And so this one, if, if you want to ask, like, what is, what does the mummy do extremely well as an example? It like rides the line. In a similar way to Ghostbusters, though again, I'll go to the map for Ghostbusters and not necessarily for the mummy. It, it, it rides the line of comedy and horror and, and managing to be about characters in these bizarre situations. One of the things that I, uh, one of the scenes I love about it is, um, and we were talking about other stuff at the time. Um, they've just, they've just dealt with the mummy. They're back at the hotel and they're, they're having this argument while she's, he's trying to pack and she's unpacking because he's like, we're going, we're staying. Not once do they argue about what just happened. (laughs) Like both, (laughs) they immediately accept there is an... an, There's There's a mummy, you guys. there's, There's a living mummy and he is going to suck our flesh. And that's all there is to it. And the only question is... What do, what do we think about that? Like, that's, that's the question. And I, I love that aspect of it where it's like, nope, immediate acceptance. And so do the, the other guys, you know, they're not, they're, no one's trying to go, oh, well, you know, we were all just a heat stroke or whatever. Like, the guys, the guys who are the target of the mummy are like, we are the target of the mummy. <laughs> like, yeah. we appreciate and accept this, and that's not okay. Um And it, it, let, uh, let me ask so you so not okay, you this guys. Is a, this is a. I, I understand. In, this. A, in a similar way, we talked about that during uh, the thing, another Universal movie. Yeah. It's like they discover this monster, they burned it, and the the doctor's like carving it up, and he goes, uh, "It looks like it can turn into whatever it wants to." And everyone's like, "That's fucked up." And they, but that's it. That's yeah. the only conversation they have about it. This, this is a totally is totally. Yeah. T- Totally
0: unfair question. Uh, and there's layers of subjectivity, blah, 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 blah. But I, okay. I, I'm trying to calibrate myself here. So calibrate yourself thus, and I'll match to you. Okay. If the room is zero and Raiders of the Lost <laughs> Ark is 10, <laughs> where is this? Are you thinking like it's like a nine, not quite 10? Uh, or are you thinking like it's like, no, it's well, like a six, seven? If you're it's, scaling it's fine. from the room. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, but I wanted, get, yeah. I wanted to get Which a chance. Like, this is like here. a
3: logarithmic scale yeah, here. Right. Right. No, like, no, no. Like um, it,
0: linearly. If, if the room is zero and Raiders is 10. Are we talking like this is a solid seven or it's, is it higher or lower no, than that? No, I'd say about a seven. I'd say a seven is a, is a, a
3: good way to put it. Maybe it's four or seven. better than fine. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't, like I said, it's, it's, it's a movie that I haven't. I haven't really bothered to, you know, revisit it since since watching it, and especially this this was a movie that was kind of damaged for me by the sequel, where I'm like, oh well, I'm just yeah. I'm just kind of over that whole it's mythology now. Um, it's like you
2: found out he was crazy after the fact.
3: Like, <laughs> yeah. nope, never
0: mind.
2: <laughs> but no. it, but, it, but he did have good eyes. Yeah,
3: it
0: turned out
2: all that time he was killing children in the basement. <laughs> I'm not not gonna friend him on Facebook or anything. Yeah. You know? no, 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 but
3: um the uh, but it's b- way better than average. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, especially now that now that the average has been so heavily recalibrated. Yeah. Um it this is a movie that I don't go out of my way to watch, but like I said, it was showing on on TV and I was like, "Oh, the mummy. I like this movie," you know? That it, was a fun month. Yeah, exactly.
2: Trey, what's your thing with the mummy? Uh, it sucks. <laughs> I'm just trying to generate controversy there. This I, has been
3: the other show. Yeah, Not this has been the
2: front. show in which things suck. Um <laughs> I I I I Again, having not seen The Room. Um, we have to make this happen. I just, why? <laughs> because it's so epically it, it, bad. It's, well, real, see, it's really bad. It's like a movie didn't you happen see, level bad. Right. That's not a persuasive argument about why it's, I should watch The Room. Oh, it's, no, I thought you
0: were just talking about the spectrum that I was creating. No, I'm the talking- The answer is, it's really a zero. You
2: really have to make that happen. It's like, no, you really don't have to make that happen if that means making me watch The Room. Because- Yeah, no I'm actually counting the remaining hours left in my life, yeah. and I just don't see how my <laughs> we
3: have to do is my have life will be improved
2: by down. seeing a movie that everyone universally agrees is terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen terrible movies already. I, I get the gist, but uh, so so I can't actually calibrate because I don't know the depths of depravity that the room may or may not reach uh, to be a zero. Um, Assume it is. Yeah. Well, that's fair. fair, The room room should be somewhere in the negative.
3: Well, that's right. If the
2: room is zero, then the mummy is nine. Yeah. Because there are so many, you know, the vast majority of movies are. Fours and fives. The room or a little better than the room. You know, it's like we're we're very spoiled. That movie wasn't everything I dreamed it would be. Oh, that's a shame for you, I guess. Um, You know, it's like. The Room is Zero, the movie that is universally reviled as the most horrifying piece of celluloid ever committed, you know, or among them. There's, I'm sure there are several ties for Zero Birdemic and things like yeah. that are down there um, <laughs> oh I gather God, that Birdemic. Birdemic is actually probably a little better than The Room from what I understand about uh, both what I'm not sure I would actually I, I, would, okay. I would
3: debate that I would place Birdemic but below again, the like, back to Trace point. point if, if, if a movie
2: do. that's so ter- you know that's universally reviled as being terrible is, is a zero and Raiders is ten then yeah the mummys a total nine or you know, eight at least I can least. say that yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like again it's like, I don't even have to make that a logarithmic scale because but, most it's like if nothing else it's Sturgeon's Law you know so it's like
0: the room used microphones. I'll say that for. Well, there, you yeah, go. okay. Birdemic so they're ahead of The Dynamic does not always do that. <laughs> but I didn't like, mean <laughs> to establish a thing like this, but since I need to recalibrate because his point is valid. All right, if and you can go into negative numbers just because it'll be easier to do the numbers this way. But if Raiders is ten and Romancing the Stone is zero, and the difference between them, we're talking about like an no, one, but the difference mm. between them is this Romancing the uh, Stone the, or better. You've you've gone in on the scale now. Now I'm it, zooming now in yeah. because if it's there you uh, go. You're, you're right to say that like the room. Well, that really like now every movie that's ever happened where yeah. color was bucking in sync the, with the, the audio yeah. battleship is an H is it? In, yeah, <laughs> battleship
2: <laughs> is above five on like, that scale uh,
0: between Raiders and Roman- is this between Raiders and the and the stone or equal to Romantic the stone or below? I mean, is I, I just don't Why understand. I hate
1: romance in the stone.
0: So bad? I, no, I, don't I, know. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. It's a nine. Raiders is a 10. I'm just saying I, I, I don't feel this movie at all. I don't I don't get the appeal. And I'm trying to understand you people it's in there. I mean, I
2: think I, I would, I, would, I count it below Raiders just because clearly Raiders it is, is taking a Raiders, page from Raiders. Raiders. Yeah. Um, so, you know, some of the heavy lifting was already done and they've, they've just sort of usurped a little bit of that. And you can't blame them for that. They're using some uh, leftover canvas. Exactly. And, um, romancing the Stone is, uh, I, I need to revisit that movie because it's like the last time I saw it, I was going, this movie doesn't hold up as well as I thought. I still think there's a lot of greatness in romancing the Stone too. Um, yeah, I think they're I think I think they're an awesome box set. I mean, if you told me like they're putting out a box set of Raiders and the Mummy and Romancing the Stone, I would go, I would probably buy that. Right. I'd I if I could buy that. You know, it's like I do. I, I can't shine a flashlight between them. Different Raiders places. is Raiders is 10. That's fine. You know, I, I won't argue that. But uh, Romancing the Stone and the Mummy, I think they're yeah, they're
0: <laughs> fun well, movies like Raiders. Well deserving
2: a place on that same shelf. Right on. Why not? You know, and uh, again, it's like it's it's. When you get down to it, it's like trying to figure out the alchemy of Raiders of Raiders or Ransing the Stones. Like, well, it's there's nothing more than what uh, these guys already said. It's like, well, they kind of wanted to be. You see that movie? That's what they were actually trying to do. Is that they made that <laughs> on purpose, and every piece of it was part of that. And in the end, it was fun, and and you, know, and and, and, uh, you didn't uh, like, you didn't hate yourself, you didn't like feel guilty that you'd watch that that thing, you know? Yeah,
3: some movies you watch and you go, they made that on purpose. That's yeah. what they meant to do, and I hate them for it. Yeah. And, like, or
2: it, or you or you go, I see what they were going for. Yeah, but they didn't get there. Yeah, um, Van Helsing would kind of be a case of that. So you know, I get it.
0: I, it's a perfect movie. Yeah. I would put yeah, sure, Mummy on the yeah. perfect movie show. Yeah, sure. I would. Mummy wow. does go on the
2: perfect movie show.
0: We're uncomfortable. I'm still uncomfortable. I'm, I'm comfortable. I'm I'm, I'm amused okay. by this particular thing where a perfect movie can be something where you don't even particularly have to like that movie to go, <laughs> no, that actually did everything it set out to do. Yeah. Everything yeah. it set up, it paid off. Every set up, every payoff, yeah. It's the yeah. movie that it wanted to be. And I guess the Mummy is yeah, that mummy for you. There. All, there. all you guys. And uh, when I actually look at in those terms, I don't disagree. It just doesn't sing to me. And yeah. that's weird because most movies do, except for the good ones. Huh. Anyway, this has been What Are You Doing Movie. <laughs> we have to figure out. Is it's, really, the- it's really, what are we
2: doing? <laughs> hey, what, the- are, what are you guys
0: doing? There's like nine different ways to sort of emphasize that phrase. Well, do, them every t- do a different one every time. That's right. part of the excitement. Watch this. Watch, this. watch, watch. watch. What are you doing, movie? <laughs> yeah, I like that one. That was, that's Sorry, my favorite so far. Because the movie
1: might be trying to kill you. Always
0: okay. right. yeah. <laughs> find more episodes at com. Go to the forum. Uh, register. It's a wonderful community of people. Great. All this stuff. In the Twitter.com, Facebook.com, iTunes, all this stuff. Type in one of the names that we have now, and eventually you'll find it. <laughs> We've registered every possible iteration yeah. of every possible name you might think this <laughs> podcast has. Dude, we have a flicker. No, we don't. We do not. No. Should nor we? an Instagram thank uh, god. No. Oh I, god I don't know what Tumblr is for yeah. anyway <laughs> we, should, we should have
3: an Instagram of just like the little bullshit snacks we put out <laughs> yeah. for
2: ourselves
0: anyway <laughs> I think we should
2: have an Instagram that says just just go to our fucking Twitter yeah. go to our Jesus. Twitter anyway <laughs> how much do you need to know about our
0: lives <laughs> at the moment and that might change and right now our Twitter is uh, friends in ur head uh, and until next week well Holden Hill design and maintain the website and until next week my name is T Christy nice and this has been what are you doing movie uh, thank you very much for listening good night good night I really do want to have a new intro at the end of there. Uh, outro at the end yeah, there. Like, the I want it one. to be like, yeah. uh, and this has been What Are You Doing Movie? Ah! Yeah. <laughs> Pet Spade and Neutered.
1: There's always a really, <laughs> always you, a really good so way to say, oh, you want to do
2: a little play? And this has been
1: What Are You Doing Movie? Yeah.
2: Stab, stab, stab,
0: or something. You know, like even, I'm going to do every something single word. to the movie. Yeah. I'm going to do every single word with a different motivation, okay? Mm. And this has been what? <laughs> you! <laughs> Doing. Movie!
3: <laughs> okay, doing made me a little uncomfortable. I gotta <laughs> yeah. say.
1: I don't know, man. Doing made me and rather that comfortable. Still, that would still make yeah. me the only, only the second most uncomfortable thing that happened during this recording. <laughs> yeah. Right. Eddie, say what are you doing Movie? Oh, movie. Really? Okay. Um, huh, now there's pressure and people are looking at me. <laughs> As opposed to the it's internet. Like be, which it's is like, like when people are always like, time. hey, hey, I hear you're funny. Do that thing. Do funny, Be funny. There's do that Simpsons joke. My little monkey. Do that thing you do. Eddie, say the name of the show. Say it. What are you doing Michael, say it. What are you doing, movie? Trey, say it. What are you doing,
0: movie? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to go, what are you, <laughs> what are you doing, Teague? Good night, good night. <laughs> mm,
3: that made me feel
0: weird. We'll figure <laughs> it <laughs> out. <laughs> area. It made we'll him figure feel like this clean. out. Yeah. Until next time, bye.
1: <laughs> Longest outro ever. <laughs> you have to
0: figure out the outro. <laughs> It took us like hundred and twenty episodes to get the outro down and last figure out time.
2: The outro, we never we can never end the show. <laughs> yeah, that was a perfect case in point.
1: What are you doing, bro? We got, <laughs> what are you doing, Pot? It's like Quidditch. Until, until, yeah, until yeah, we until we snag it. That legitimately <laughs> there's no winner until there's a winner. When I was uh when I was four and a half years old, I was living in Vegas and uh on a Friday night my parents used to go to uh we used to go to Circus Circus and my brother and I would get dropped off in the arcade. And um, and so my parents awesome. would go my parents would go play Yeah, babysitting in the early eighties, kids. Um, <laughs> so but Good my, my I was a I was a pretty obedient kid, so I always said just don't go past this area, don't leave the arcade. But like, alright, fine. Every video game, especially back then in the early eighties, you had three lives. You die three times, that's it. So I knew that I had to Lessons. meet Well, I knew I had, I I had a watch and my mom said, <laughs> so, Okay.
2: So, that was funny. My perspective is so wrong because she said in the '80s
1: video games you had three lives, you died, that's it. And I'm like, is that not how it is anymore?
2: Because <laughs> well, I was like, that's how video well, games are forever. Bioshock
1: Infinite, you just keep dying and coming back, and it's built into the narrative okay. of the story. Um, <laughs> it's
2: like it was in my head, it's like, yeah, that's totally cat three, yeah. three, three,
1: three three lives. That's I'm it. explaining to the that's younger kids. Get. I'm explaining to the younger kids out there who may be listening. So. So I knew at 8 o'clock, I had to meet my mom by the front of the arcade, and she'd be waiting for me there, and that's where I had to be. The ver- I'm like, okay, cool. I have five minutes left. There was a race car game that you got in and had to drive around, but it didn't have three lives. It had a timer, and you just kept playing. Oh, what kind of night? bullshit I, is that? If you beat the
2: timer, you got
1: another lap. Yeah, exactly. Yes. But I, yes. I didn't, it w- but it wasn't Pole Position or the other well-known ones. It was like a lesser-known vector graphic one, yeah. but I didn't know that. So I crash three times and I go to get up and then my car appears. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm still going. And then it crash again. I'm like, oh, oh no. And then my four and a half year old brain is like, I'm stuck here forever. Like I, the idea of, of just stopping playing never entered my head. I start bawling. As I'm like playing this, like it won't stop, like like I'm on a runaway train or something.
4: And then at
1: eight oh six, I just feel these arms scoop up underneath me, and that's my mom, and she picks. Me take up. you away from this fresh hell. I just I just barrel and I'm like, oh my god, you're here. It didn't stop. It never stopped. Your desert island mom. <laughs> That's how my brain then and now largely works. Like,
2: (laughs) that's that's awesome. (laughs) Oh
4: my god. TrendsInYourHead.com